Welcome to another episode of Too Many Jams. We're here in the center of the universe. Too Many Jams Studios in Toronto. Kev's Closet. Kev's Closet Room. Closet Kev. And we are joined by Hunter Saul. Yes. And this is going to be a fun episode because this is different. Yeah. Very different than any of our other (laughs) guests. We'll get into it first. uh, Let's try our sponsors. True Street Street Beer. Beer. 12 Spawns. This one only available at restaurants. You'll learn that Hunter knows everything about the pod. There'll be there'll be nothing new, no new segment, yeah. no nothing. But what do you think? She she it's may good. even get the end segment. Oh, the the post show. No, the uh, see you next. how we sign off. Oh, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> none of our none of our guy Golden. friends could get that. I mean, I did listen last night when you called, or like last episode when you called out Chris and um Dave, yeah. like not knowing. So I made sure I knew. They knew. <laughs> they knew only because we also made fun of like a few of their friends beforehand too. But you said you don't even like beer that much. No, I don't drink beer. I haven't drank beer since grade ten. Since grade ten. Yeah, I had like one bad experience and like it was because of vodka that I had the bad experience, but I remember drinking beer that night and that's all I associate with it. And so I like won't go near beer, but since, this is good. Since great, like, yeah. so, so what's your, what's your drink then? What do you? So I drink vodka. I have <laughs> this whole theory. So I'm a second marriage child. Like I'm, my parents were both married before my mom had two kids. So they're way older than me. Um, so like I never had someone picking up for me. My parents were like weird about me drinking. My parents don't drink. So like I never had wine. So when I was starting to drink in like grade 10, grade 11, I was getting smeared off. So like I was, my body only knows vodka. It doesn't know anything else. And okay, have you, you have like, like upgraded from Smirnoff? Yes, since, I've upgraded you? from Smirnoff <laughs> since. But yeah, I only, my body only knows vodka. Like you didn't have like a pack. childhood of like having a little wine no. once in a while or like tasting your dad's beer or something. No. You, you were the one like pouring water back into your parents' <laughs> liquor so, cabinets to funny up their vodkas. story about that so when i was in like grade 10 my brother went to law school at syracuse so he was far away and there was like a huge i want to say it was like a 40 of gray goose in our fridge and i like would take from it because i assumed it was my brother's like didn't think it was my parents for when they had people over so i would steal and never fix it and then one day my mom realized it was like slowly de- uh, depleting and like called me out and was like this is what we use when we have guests and i was like oopsie i'm just gonna say uh like i don't know if it's just me but or my age, but I've puked off of everything you can puke off of drinking wise and had bad experiences. So it's like that, that cycle kind of, you get through it. Yeah. If you really try. I, have friends I, I agree with done you. That. I agree with you. Cause like, yeah, I've, I've had the same experiences and I still drink everything to this day. Any liquor, but anyway, that's good that you like it. Thank you. And, uh, we'll give a shout out to bottle rocket hair, uh, Rob's girlfriend for Live. keeping us looking fresh. <laughs> if you need a haircut again, she, Hunter knows all this stuff. Hunter knows everything. I'm and, loving it. It's uh, so funny. Wrists and Rye, Jams 15 for 15% off. Otherwise, let's get into it. few things to preface this episode. Hunter is an open book. <laughs> she is yeah. young, much younger than us, but that's going to give us a cool look into her world. She's just graduating uni. And uh, she's a big fan of the pod. Like, how did how did this even happen? We've never met. Yeah, I've no, been dying we've to ask you this question. How did you find the pod? I how figured did- that that was going to be one of the things you wanted to ask. Um, literally a couple years ago on YouTube, when you did the first episode with Annika, I guess it came up just because like 
she is like an influencer so it came up as like recommended Mm -hmm. and so i listened and thought you guys were funny and continued to listen no okay not to like give you guys a huge ego or anything oh no no keep going yeah whatever yeah so i listened (laughs) 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 that that came across kind of weird so bad i don't want to spell anything um yeah so i listened thought it was really funny and like i realized we just kind of had some mutual friends that like you guys were in the bubble the circle whatever you want to call it and I thought to be on the podcast, you had to be doing something really cool with your life. Yeah. Which like I wasn't. Did, you, did you think we were doing something cool like, with our Like I thought you guys were like, you're in music, you have Rissin' Rye, you have like all these different things on the go. And like also you wanted to hear from other people who like were figuring their shit out. And I was like, I don't really know where I fall on that. And then after I heard the Krensky episode, I was like, oh, I can shoot the shit. And that's yeah. when I messaged you. Mm-hmm. Like you messaged me well before that. Um, yeah. Just, just like the odd appreciation of the podcast. Yeah. Which I obviously we love and we're like thanks and uh then you're like oh i want to come on but i have nothing good to talk about or whatever and i was like okay that's not really how it works but whenever you want to come on just let us know yeah because like you had ellie godfrey who like i have mutual friends with her like she was traveling the world so it's like everyone i knew that was on was doing something really cool Uh, well yeah maybe what you're doing is cool as well it's it's all perception yeah that's what i learned because like it's not we're not doing anything special all these people aren't doing anything special it just some some for some reason when you like say it into a podcast and like you present stuff that way it comes off like when you're on a podcast it comes off that way yeah, like, yeah totally and, and like we just we love having anyone who wants yeah. to come on the show and you know once you start talking about stuff and get into it it totally it, it comes off that way because the one thing we learn from all these people even if they're like traditionally successful like they've yeah. they've done something that traditionally seems cool it always comes off as they just did normal stuff that made them cool yeah yeah and it was consistent and something worked out and it, it was nothing special like they had some magic potion or anything they just consistently like hammered sales on something and like or networking and got some cool connection and like it's just normal stuff um same with the music thing like i thought when i was younger yeah you had to be like this magical like musician to create yeah. something that would pierce through and then i realized no it's just like if you're good at it, consistent effort, some good content, nothing special, a little bit of that X factor, you can be you can be like any of the rock stars you see. So we did it. Nothing special. Yeah. I did, like I was just always like, oh yeah, like you have to have like something. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone has a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't know if I had like I get a what thing. you're saying. You have a thing. You'll have a thing. Yeah, I've got many things. You've got a personality. Thank you. What's that what's that commercial? It's like um, you're not you when you're hungry no that's <laughs> that, like, I was like, that's on no, brand honestly like you might be t- too young for this but you know that commercial it's like not everybody's good at everything but everybody's good at something and I then it like cuts about. to a, bu- a bunch yeah. of different kids kev knows it too kev obviously knows that's that just what like every teacher has ever said to my class ever it was on t- do you remember tv cable yeah no i watched tv <laughs> i used to like I was born in 98, so like TV was still around. Okay. I used to like run to the bathroom when like YTV would take a break. Like, yeah, so, so yeah. those those commercials were on. So you're, as you said, you're 98. Yeah. You're a bit, a bit younger to the point where like, I feel like I remember the internet being invented. We're different generations, like yeah. like fully different generations, like by science or whatever that it, what it is. So you, you were hitting middle school like with good internet. Yeah, I had a Blackberry in middle school. <laughs> yeah. Like my, yeah, we had Blackberries in middle school. You guys went to university. Did you guys go to university yeah. with Blackberries? I had a Blackberry in first and second year, I think. It was it was hot for me in high school. Yeah. I was yeah. always the contrarian. I was like, you know, iPhones, it's better. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I dated a guy who's like older than you guys because 
you know, why not? And like when I was in second year and my friends used to all make fun of me and be like, he had a Blackberry in university. Like that's how old he is. Like that was how we knew how old he was. I guess. I still like, kind of miss the keyboard. I, do I miss, miss the it. keyboard 100%. My dad was like the last one with the Blackberry. He was going down with the Titanic. <laughs> Didn't it recently just like. Research, yeah. They, they, no, they called it. They called it on Blackberry. I think I saw an article about this. I don't You're know. Wrong. Kev? Kev will look it Kev, up. Kev, you Google it? Was, so, was, was your mom like uh, questioning what you're doing, coming, going over to like random guy's house today so to do this like really show funny. or what? So I like told my mom I was going to record a podcast and she's like, that's great. That's great. Like, I don't think she like understood. And yeah. then yesterday I was on the phone with her because like my parents are away and I was like, yeah, like I'm going to take it easy tomorrow. I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to go record the podcast. And she's like, where, where are you going? And I was like, their house. She was like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, yeah. She's like, they're legit, right? Like, I don't want you going to a random house. I go, no, like they live like, like I'm not going to say where you live, obviously, but I was like yeah. in a very normal area. Um, Like they went to Western. And I was like, do you know people that like know them? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, and that have recorded with them. And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, oh, okay, fine. Like, don't want you to die. <laughs> yeah. In the future, just say you're going to their studio. Yeah. It's, I all, like <laughs> it's all about presentation. That's yeah. it. It's the same thing with the cool people doing cool things. You just change a few words. Yeah. Buzzwords. Buzzwords. It's buzzwords. Let's yeah. Out. yeah. Okay. So you had good internet in middle school. I had good internet. You had Facebook probably younger. Grade six. Wow. Grade six, grade seven. Yeah. I remember being so resistive to all this stuff being like, this is so unimportant. Really? Like, I Facebook? Facebook. My, I, I didn't have a MySpace. My sister was like, get on Facebook <sighs> loser because she was older. And I was like, you're the loser. Yeah. I never had MySpace. Yeah, I mean, but then obviously, like my younger like uh, cousins and all that, like we're on it so young, have like thousands of followers. It's just a different world. Did you find that Instagram like if did did people grow up quicker? You think? I'll put it this way: like there are thirteen year olds that don't have an awkward stage and like look amazing, and I'm like, where are your braces? Where are your glasses? Where are your bangs? Like, so you you had an awkward stage. Oh, a hundred percent. I had an awkward stage. I like had Harry Potter glasses, the circle ones. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're at. <laughs> um, I had braces. Like I had such an awkward stage. Wait, I, like, like Harry like, Potter glasses because of Harry Potter, or that no, was like, just that like, was just the shape. I have like a photo. Okay. I can pull up. We can put it in the pod. I can send it to you. Yeah, you can send it to us. We'll put it in. It's in my favorites. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it's such a good photo. So you know. you weren't quite young enough that like, like this is my awkward stage <laughs> oh, let me see you go <laughs> oh fuck okay, yes okay. You, you're gonna let us put that in yeah it's like uh, i don't care it's exactly look like that anymore it was i was in like the fifth grade exactly what you think it, it would be it's exactly yeah. what you think it would be it's exactly when i try to describe my sister's i called it her ugly betty phase yeah it was my uh, my dad once told me i looked like um do you ever see princess diaries are there yeah you? It, you know anne hathaway before the makeover 100 percent. that was what it used to be like it's, <laughs> it, it it i look at my sister and I remember those. She had like frizzy hair. Yeah. Must have been a foot wide on both sides. Circular glasses, braces. And I just like, I never thought in a million years she would just grow out of that. Like when I was Me. younger, I remember thinking like, look at my sister and being like, oh, okay. <laughs> this, this is what I've got. This is, this <laughs> this is, is my sister. Working, I was like, uh, I, you know, and I, uh, all that shit. And then boom, she had high school. She, she got it industrial straightening and like yeah. just worked hard on it and grew out of it now she's beautiful and she's I, you also look now. nothing like thank that. you i appreciate yeah, yeah. it i really appreciate it i'm like worried <laughs> for my children for people that are not watching on youtube hunter looks exactly like this picture still well <laughs> <laughs> we can like put it in the we can't even put it in the show notes i was like there's no no way. watch the youtube Fuck watch you the guys. youtube yeah. up the views up the views we need more than 20 to 50 views all right um okay so you still an ugly face still young enough yeah uh what about like 
What about like boys and stuff? Uh, now we're back then. Huh? Not nah. like back then. No one was going near me with a ten foot pole. So like you were still afraid of each other, like like we were back then. Like yeah, like maybe a peck on the cheek in like grade seven. I was the, without like being too graphic. Um, I was definitely the first one. I got my braces off early. I got my braces grade five, so I got them off in grade seven. Okay. So like that took a huge thing off. So in grade seven, I had like a boyfriend, quote unquote. Um, and like I was the first one to like kiss boys out of all of my friends in grade seven. But like, yeah, it okay, my generation nice. definitely for a really long time. I know with the Jordan episode, um, she was talking about middle schoolers, you know, doing anal, doing yeah. anal. I don't, I don't necessarily know about that. I, I said that to someone and they like looked at me like, what do you mean? And I was like, that's all I have to give you. Like, that's all I can tell you. I've spilt on myself again. This is the second time today, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I, uh, I do this routinely. I just like, I don't know. Fuck. You just get excited. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're talking about fucking, I don't even know what over there. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> yeah. Grade seven. Grade seven. Doing doing anal. Doing butt I, stuff. I got shaky hands over here. Like, Yeah, um, definitely not my age. I think, I want to say like the 2000, definitely the 98 or like, or 99 to like the cutoff of like, I want to say normalcy, but like your age probably thinks my age isn't normal. Like I know people two years older than me who are like, your age is fucked up. I can swear, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've listened enough that I assume. You I should know. Sure. Yeah, I still want to make sure. Uh, so okay, I think yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it is into the thousands. Yeah, two thousand, um, like half and half, half are like normal, half are like off the rails, and it just keeps yeah. Okay, so that's good. That's good. You had normal, normal everything. Normal upbringing. Um, and what? And you were you? Were, so you're Jewish, yeah? Yeah. You go to Jewish schools? No, I. It's actually really funny. I never went to like Jewish days. I went to Hebrew school on the weekends. So okay. like. I don't know if you guys have a lot of Jewish friends. I, I think I got do. Jewish family. Oh yes, my, my cousins I are Jewish. Did stalk your Instagram prior to the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I realized that. This yeah. is very. This is very like social media of you. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like I and I have no shame either. Like I'm very open. I will like say that I stalked your Instagram. Yeah, like, I like that. Like it's yeah. We all do it. Everyone does it. We all it. do like, it. Why, you have to accept it. I try it. to hide it. You admit it. It's fine. Um. So yeah. Like I went to Jewish days or Jewish school on like Sundays and then Tuesdays after school or whatever. Um, I went to a Jewish camp. It wasn't like a religious camp, but we did Friday night services. Like most of the people what that camp? went Winnebago. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah like most of the people. Who was that it that was here? Krensky. No, also um, uh, Jay Ember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was listening yeah, last yeah. night. I was like, oh my God, like that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Do, do, do you know him? Like, I mean, I haven't met him since he became really cool. Like, I haven't seen him since he became really cool, but like, I know him, like, back in the uh, Yeah, we were hanging with him. The yeah, other day. great guy. He's really a good awesome, guy. Solid dude. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he said Winnebago. That's what he's yeah, referencing. So I went to Winnebago. Like, a lot of people that went are Jewish. Um, yeah, I didn't go to chat. I didn't go to Jewish day school. Did you grow up in the area, obviously? Yeah, I grew up like Bathurst and Eglinton. Cool. Yeah, yeah nearby. You yeah, got really close. Okay. Got you, got you. Then what high school? I went to, I went to, do you know what the Mabin school is? What? Okay, this is really funny. My elementary school, um, from kindergarten to grade six, our mascot was a unicorn. There were no sports teams because everyone was a winner. We called our teachers by their first names. Like, this oh, is all- Fuck that. This is so funny. Um, do you know who Charlotte D'Alessio is? Like, the model? I want to say no, but I know everything like about you, her, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Her name was formerly Briar. see her picture. So, yeah. she was in my elementary school class, like- all through like yeah what, was she just an insta model like no age? no she wasn't um <laughs> i can very much tell you she wasn't <laughs> are you are you buds with her now that she's well she's she, still on that it's actually funny we like never got along and our grade was really small our grade was one yeah. class it was 21 kids 
so we never got along and then in first year she like messaged me and apologized for bullying me and all this stuff charlotte if you're listening probably aren't but like love you um yeah charlotte if you're listening what's up what's going on yeah, yeah. i was like i probably should just, like i don't hate like um maybe repost this to, yeah. to all your followers <laughs> your followers um yeah she messaged me and like apologized and i never held bad blood towards her like i never hated her like back she's didn't i thought she didn't like me she apologized and like sometimes i'll see a really nice instagram of her and i'll message her and be like you look great like yeah, yeah she's lovely my mom has post notifications for her on instagram <laughs> it's chaos so it's my entire family that she has notifications for like me my brother my sister both their spouses and charlotte okay well wow. that's honestly what, what's your mom's like how does she oh, she just knows she knows from her growing up because of growing up yeah, yeah it was yeah. such a small class that like you knew everyone and it what, was like what's it called Mab the maven school it was like maven. a montessori but it wasn't a montessori but it had that so mentality it, and it's got like sort of progressive oh yeah like yeah hands i can't on believe that everyone's a winner call your teachers by your first names no I, uniforms yeah i was such a little fucking idiot if i was in that environment i'd burn it down oh there were all a couple kids in my grade that like you know, would have burned it down. I'd be like, shut up, Steve. <laughs> like, what? I don't even know. Like, that was what it was. Like, like, you can't tell me what to do. Everyone's a winner. Like, fuck you. Just like walk out. Yeah, that really was what it was. Like, there was a, the most competitive thing was the staff versus student basketball game. Like, that was the most competitive. That's wild. I yeah. mean, uh, teachers, I remember teachers like legitimately throwing textbooks at me. And, I've like, heard that about a lot of schools, actually. Yeah, but I needed it. Help me, help me along, you know? I never had that experience. Like, yeah. I never had it, but I've heard of other people. I mean, neither have I. I made that up, right? That was uh, not true. I was perfect. I was perfect. So, yeah, from there, I went to the York school from grade 7 to grade 12. Like, way more normal. Okay. Had cool. a uniform, Mr. and Mrs. And were you always, like, this bubbly, energetic? <laughs> yeah. When I was in, like, grade 2, I tried to quit grade 2. But after that, I was, like, I had, yeah. Okay. Had a personality. And, like, big socialite and introvert like i'm like a really big extrovert i'm probably the most extroverted introvert you'll ever meet like i have my moments where i'm like such a socialite and then other times where i'm like i fucking hate everybody so what yeah did you have um was it clicky did you have a good group of friends mm -hmm. like what was your life like like what were you into what, were like you, in what high was school? high school you into like what did you what did you think you wanted to be me. and like oh wow that's actually a really loaded question um high school me I had like a really good group of friends, like a group of about 10 or so girls. Like we'd always pre together on the weekends and stuff. Um, I have a couple of like really good guy friends from high school because it was co-ed that like I had that balance that if I didn't feel like being around girls and drama, like I had my guy friends. Um, I taught karate in high school, which is like so random. To kids? Yeah. Like and to adults sometimes. Yeah. You mentioned before you're a black belt. Yeah. Which is like when you look at, if you're watching. Or a the double YouTube, black belt. You said? Yeah. There's like 10 degrees. And so I'm like the second degree. If you're watching yeah. and like you look at me, I don't look like a second degree black belt. Like I'm not intimidating. I'm not scary. But you could fuck people up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could. Um, My parents were like, you know, every kid has like, I guess a thing, like their sport growing up. You have hockey, figure yeah, skating, yeah. whatever. Mine was karate. Interesting. Yeah. Do you ever, do, you ever do any like competing? Um, I went to like a couple competitions when I got older because I was doing it since I was three because I guess like I could not imagine a three-year-old doing karate No, like it was like little like little kid karate. Was, like, I know but still how to punch. it would look hilarious It's so cute like <laughs> low-key super cute because my dad was like you are gonna learn how to protect yourself If you're in a garage at Yeah, one night. Like, what if you're four and you're alone on the streetcar? And who's, who's gonna protect it? you? Exactly. Have you <laughs> um have you ever been in any confrontation confrontations where you've had to use no your I'm karate skills? Technically, like this sounds so pretentious. Not like I'm not allowed to, but because I have that knowledge, if I was like in a bar fight and I beat someone up, 
I'm like way more at fault, even if they I've heard of this it. before. You got like, like registered weapons. No, yeah, that's, that's a lie. lie. It's that's not as dramatic lie. as yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, like unless it's really called for and I can actually justify self-defense, like yeah. I mean, I haven't used it. Normally, I'll just run. Like I mean, yeah. that's the best move because at the end of the day, a part of me still thinks that at your size, even with all the training, some big burly boy. Oh, oh no! Like I, yeah, just could, just could. Wouldn't just would be unfazed by any amount of karate. I feel yeah, like. no, a hundred percent. Like I haven't done it since grade twelve, and like there are different parts of this is so nerdy of me. There are different <laughs> parts of karate where it's like you have routines that you learn, and like you know it at each level. And like I couldn't do one of those now to save my life. Like if someone had a gun in my head and was like perform this, like I wouldn't know what to do. But like I know how to defend myself. I know the basics. Like that's what I think is more important than like routines and stuff. What, what do you What do you think is the biggest myth that is glorified in like martial arts is yeah it's sort of like karate but like in in the world of like like movies and stuff like that's over glorified as oh. part of it's being like a like a karate person it's not all like the showy stuff like if you watch a bruce lee well bruce lee was like amazing but if you watch like bruce lee jackie chan any of those guys like they're doing flips tricks whatever like you don't learn that on a day-to-day basis like maybe like if you're really trained you can learn it but like it's a i don't want to say it's boring but it's a lot of like discipline routines like pretty yeah like self-defense sparring when like you gear up you fight each other that's actually kind of fun like self-defense but yeah it's not all like the glamoury stuff that you see yeah i mean like you could it's you could definitely like fuck up a girl in a girl fight that had no fight training. oh a hundred <laughs> it's like you look at me and you're like you're never gonna get into a fight a hundred percent like fully um she'd probably pull my hair but like i could throw a couple yeah you a throat punch yeah like titty twister yeah. i don't even know like indian sunburn the worst would be like when <laughs> i would be sparring with guys like i you wear like a uniform you wear like the robes and stuff yeah it's so, like you can't tell that a girl has boobs and like you'd obviously be wearing a tank top and like a sports bra so they would be very like muted and I would get punched in the boob like a lot. <laughs> and like, I couldn't say ow because they'd be like, what? Like, you just learned to take it. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So karate girl. I taught karate. I was a debater in high school. But like my high school, like if you a were a master debater. debater. I, um, yes. Yes. I was. But yeah, at my high school, if you were a nerd, like you were cool. Like if you were studious, if, like debating was the cool kids club. Really? Which is so funny. I mean, I like what that kind of a little bit. You like to debate. In high um, school, or what were you debating? In high school, I really liked impromptu, which is like they would give you a resolution and then you'd have 20 minutes to prepare and you'd like have to just come up with it. On like you couldn't use technology to Google, you'd have to just make shit up or like figure it out. Um, like public speaking, I really liked. You would give they'd give you like a topic and you'd have to come up with stuff. Did they do any sort of like with all the stuff you had going on? Did they do any sort of career guidance? Like I remember my high school being like really career yeah. focused, like right from the start. My high school was really university focused. So like when you're in grade nine, like they would start making you think, well, I guess with US schools, it's different because you need like the four years. But with my high school, it was an IB school, which is international baccalaureate. So like you have all of these different, it's like AP kind of, where it's like yeah. you take tests and it's like recognized all over the world. And so a lot of people would use that to go to like the States or Europe or wherever they wanted. And so in grade nine, they would start like teaching you about this type of stuff. And in grade nine, grade 10, grade 11, it would like really gear up. Grade 12, like I had friends who'd be meeting with the guidance counselors all the time like yeah. to go over their personal statements and all that. Um, so they were more like, I don't want to say short term, but like university focused instead of like career. So you then, so you were you not thinking about career? You were thinking about what uni you wanted to go to? So when I was three years old, well, I was... I was like the the chicken before the egg or whatever it was like when I was three years old I watched Legally Blonde and thought I wanted to be a lawyer like from the age of three until I was 21. How do you remember three anything? Yeah. Um, 
it I just was know. that impactful. It was like that impactful. <laughs> it was really that impactful. And I saw that and I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. And I was like, I can take like a Jewish studies degree or whatever, like something stupid because they don't really care what you take. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, excuse me, it's not like med school where like you need to have a bio or whatever background. Um, coffee sip break. Coffee break. And I was like, I can do whatever. So I didn't really think a lot about like what program I wanted because a lot of people base their universities off their programs. But you're like, I'm going to be a lawyer. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, literally. And then the older I got, when I was in grade nine, my parents sat me down and were like, we would be prepared to send you to the States if you wanted. But like, what do you want to study? Because we'd spoken about it a little bit. I'm like the third child. So like they were... What like, what's your family into like your parents your brother sister my dad's a dentist my mom's my mom is like a stay-at-home mom slash now she's a grandmother so she's a stay-at-home grandmother Mm. um not for me Um, i feel like i should say that my brother's a lawyer and my sister's like a graphic designer so we're all very different that's a good spread yeah and my parents like if you want to go to the stage like we can talk about it like it would be a discussion did your brother watch legally blonde when he was three years old no i think he watched forrest (laughs) gump and you know the homeless man like i think that like freaked him out and he was like i need to get a good job Um, you guys are heavily movie motivated. We're really heavily movie, influ- movie influenced. And so my parents were like, what do you want to study? And I, I didn't know. I was like an arts degree, communications. Like, It wasn't like a program I needed to go to the States for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they were like, we love you dearly, but to send you to the States to send you for a degree you could have done here, like, you don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, why don't we save $200,000? And I, I fully understood that. I was like, you know what? Makes perfect sense. And then I was like, okay, think about where I want to go. And they sat me down again. They're like, we love you dearly. And you can apply anywhere. Do they say we love you dearly before everything? Um, Yeah, they always remind <laughs> me that they love me. Like, it's but- always important to remind me whatever, because I never know what to come out of their mouth. No matter what dumb choice you make. <laughs> we-, we love you dearly. Yeah, yeah that's really accurate. Um, so they sat me down and they were like, you can go wherever you want in Canada. You are not going to Western. Which is really funny because you both went to Western. Really, eh? My brother went to Western. My dad went to Western. But like, So my- if your dad went to Western, he knows. If your well, brother went to Western, he knows. So yeah, that's the thing. Well, my dad is like, hi, daddy. Um, huge nerd. Love him. Love him. Oh, but okay. he's like, he never partied. He he was like so focused on getting into dental school in Canada because there's only two schools. I know, but even if he was a nerd, he would have no. seen. Oh, yeah. He, he would have seen this periphery of like guys oh, just like. It fucking wasted fratty looking yeah. d-bags like yeah. robbie rolling around you know what i yeah, mean yeah bad news my brother was president of pylam before it became zbt like my oh, brother okay. was in the frat and pylam became zbt so pylam oh. it wait how old how old's your brother then he's 31 he's older than you guys oh, he's a, yeah older. Kev's age. what up producer uh, yeah. young kevo wait and, any two? any word back on that uh the blackberry thing oh like? yeah yeah you guys been going at it for a little bit but uh <laughs> she, she, <laughs> She's been going hard. Just th- sorry, yeah. sorry. No, no, like fast, like speed, like. Yeah, sorry. I hope I hope this is legible. Machine gun Kelly over here. Yeah. So yeah, producer Kev, what's up with BlackBerry? BlackBerry is going under in August of 2020. Yeah. So we got a few more months left. Good for them that it took them this long. Yeah. Like good for them. And my first phone was a flip phone T9. Just so you know. Um, don't know what that is. No, yeah, that's not a whole sidekick. Not like the the ones you slit up, right? Like an actual. No, that phone. was my second phone. Oh, okay, those were uh, really yeah. cool. You had a sidekick. What are you, a drug dealer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason you needed a sidekick that is if you were dealing things. Yeah. As like a second phone. Yeah, but do you remember anything? You had to click. Yeah, each? yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what it is. I had, I had some of those. Yeah. The yeah. Motorola Razor. Was and I got like that like first year. Erickson, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, back to so back to my my life. Um, yeah, so my parents were like, you're not going to Western. You can apply. You can do whatever. But if you get an offer, you're not taking it. But like, if you want to go to UBC, you want to schlep to Dal, that's fine. But you're just not going to Western. And like, 
in grade 12 I at first was like kind of rattled I guess I couldn't go to Western because like all my yeah. friends were going and just like everyone goes to Western but then I thought more and I was like just I applied to Queens and I kind of the more I thought about it I knew Queens was my place um just like I knew I would have hated Western no offense to anyone that goes there just like for me I just felt like I would have stayed with everyone that I knew and like uh, yeah yeah like, especially yeah going to camp going like everywhere that's true so it's kind of like I need yeah I needed the change um and in first year like first semester September I was so upset I never went to Western because like all my friends from high school and camp were all meeting each other and I was like had so much FOMO just like missed fuck yeah yeah Yeah. it just sucked because I was like this would be so fun and then by Thanksgiving I like loved like it wasn't that I didn't like Queens I just had FOMO because like everyone that knew each other was there whereas for me it took like a bit more getting to know people on my floor like it was just a bit more of an effort yeah you know what like uh, I would say I agree, except for the fact that I made so many new friends at school still because of the frat. Yeah, but I probably would have joined us already, I think. I know a lot of my friends, my high school buddies didn't. Yeah. And the only reason why I did is because I was searching for something more. Like I was just ups- upset with my res. And, oh, I, yeah. and I was really looking for that college experience. So I found the frats. But if I like lived in a dope res, I'd probably have made a few res friends, stayed there, hung with my high school friends and like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have never joined the frats yeah sure it's just like all my friends out like i love all my friends at western just like for me personally i just knew it wasn't the right place for me and i knew that had i been at western i guess like this is kind of similar to what jordan was saying like how she left western after what second year she like she got like chewed up by western like i would have it would have happened to me like i would have gotten chewed up i would have when i was in grade 12 i was like this is so funny see i was like in love with 80 pie boys at western like i just thought they were like did you go down a splash bash no i never went i never ever and it is fourth year february reading week and i can say as of right now i've never been to london ontario never Never in high school never in my four years of university you haven't been down to party for any weekends to visit your friends or anything about it it is they're on the opposite ends of the province and if i made it up to kingston a couple times if i'm gonna slept to western and why wouldn't i stay in toronto did i mean but yeah, also like fair. prohibition or whatever it was called back in the day like do you know what club i'm talking about yeah yeah that place fucking scares me i love how that's back in the day prohibition only came around like when i was graduating but like they like <laughs> yeah. that bar keeps changing names so like i don't know what yeah, it yeah. is like when but yeah that place scares me just because like i know that shit will go down well, and like, like yeah. i don't want to willingly put myself in that environment if you have the personality for it, like not every obviously not every girl that goes to western gets chewed up by the party scene or some girls can like surf the party scene like a wave but just like for I, me i would have che- sorry for interrupting i would have been chewed up spit out home by the end of first semester i either would have transferred i probably would have transferred to like ryerson or uft it's just it's just such hardcore partying yeah and the guys are just so dumb and like for the boys yeah be ta- talking as one of those that like it would have just been fucking toxic just to be around us you're making me kind of nostalgic right now I, yeah. like, <laughs> that good time. was literally like, why my parents said you're not going to western because they were like we know you we know like it's not a bad thing that you're social and that you like being around people but like it would just go to a bad like place so what was what was queens like for for you for your personality type I mean, I'm still there, but like, I guess now that I'm like leaving, it's so different. Yeah. Um, like, so you took sociology, you said? I'm in sociology, but so basically I have this thing that I realized where everything I ever thought I wanted to do, I haven't done, which isn't in a bad, <laughs> no, no, it's like not in a bad way, just like it changes. So I thought I wanted Queen's Commerce for a bit because I thought that like to be a successful lawyer, you should have a really good background like that. I'm not, I've never been good at math. I'm not good at math. And I would have woken up every day for four years crying about having to go see numbers. 
So then I decided just Queen's Arts was better. Like, why would I put myself through something if I didn't want to go into business? I thought I was going to be a global development major. And then I realized that global development tells you everything that's wrong in the world with no solution. Okay. So I would have hated. I hated. I took a couple of global development courses at Huron. Yeah. Wasn't into it at all. Like, like I, I never really cool. understood it. Yeah. I don't know. Like Huron's got this big global development program, but I just, I don't know. So it wasn't my thing. Yeah. It seems cool. And Didn't like, know. I really liked human geography in high school and I thought it'd be similar. And I took a global development course in first year and I was like, I will wake up thinking that the world is on fire every single day for four years. Yeah. Fucking so social sciences. Yeah. Absolutely fucked fucked up my perspection understanding my english language no like i would take these courses and they'd be like it's impossible for women to progress the glass ceiling the wage gap yeah um racism minorities can't do i was reading these books and i was like i i legitimately was convinced by these books that it's like this like terror for any non-white person male yeah. out there in the workplace yeah and I was like, oh my God, this is so intense. Yeah. And then I got in the real world and yeah, there's a little bit of it, but it's not like this like catastrophe. Yeah. Like my mom was doing fine. Like all the women I know are doing fine. Yeah. It's like, I was like, is this like, what is this view that they, they made? I can see people in university in the States. If, if that's what's going on in the classes, why everyone's the younger people are so angry. Like I would go to a class and they'd be like, yeah, the world's on fire. Like just everything that was wrong with the world. And I was like, it's one thing if they say, this is how we can make it better, but they just didn't do that. So I was mm-hmm. like, why do I want to wake up just fearful that the world is going to end any day? And so in first year, I didn't take a lot of classes I could have majored in. So I didn't take psych 100, which like best decision I've ever made. I did not take intro to psych, but like you need that kind of to major in a lot of different things just because you need that understanding. So I took sociology, health studies, global development, Spanish, and Mandarin. Which Mandarin? Is, yeah, that's that's what we can get into that also. We can get wow. into that in a second. Uh, ni hao, ma. Yes. Yeah, good job, Trav. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you can't be a Mandarin major. You can't be a Spanish major. Health studies, you needed Psych 100 to major. And so it was either global development or sociology. Mm-hmm. And like I wasn't going to major in global development. So I kind of fell into sociology just by process of elimination. But like... It was great. But still wanted to be a lawyer this whole time? Still want to be a lawyer. Still want to be a lawyer the whole time. And I was like, sociology is perfect for law. Like, still want to be a lawyer. Um, First year, second year, like, everything was good. And then third year, I was taking the LSAT this summer after third year. I wrote the LSAT. And, like, the LSAT is hard. It is not easy. Have you either of you, like, ever No, no. Okay, so, like, it's just not easy. And I think because I was like, I want to be a lawyer for so long, I put this pressure on myself um, that that made it that much harder to, like, be successful and, and really put, like my all in without thinking I had like a monkey on my back um wrote the LSAT I did strictly average like I have no shame in saying that and it wasn't like a good type of discouraging where it like lit a fire under my ass to get me to keep going uh, <laughs> you were actually just discouraged I was just so sad I was just so sad I was so disappointed <laughs> in myself one. I was just like I didn't know what to do and I like I was having this whole identity crisis because I was like since a little girl I always said I was going to be a lawyer blah 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 and I was like who am I without like this part of my identity and so for the first like six weeks of school, when all my friends are doing their grad apps and all that, I was like, what am I going to do? Because it wasn't like I wanted to rewrite the LSAT. I didn't, there was nothing else that I really like thought was going to come out of it. And not to like honk my own like horn or whatever. Like I have, no, I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke up my own, my ass, but like I have a good personality for different things. Like I know what I don't want to do. And I know that I don't want science, med, any of that. So it wasn't yeah. like I fucked up. I didn't take the MCAT. Like I screwed myself over. Mm-hmm. But it was more like, where am I going to go in the social sciences? Well, okay, just from like 
surface level perception. Yes. I guess we're still on the like the career Just and, and life that. stuff right now. Like it seems that you're very good at people. People reaching out, <laughs> like saying, oh, this is what's up, like connecting. Yeah. Like this is what's going on. Uh, and even like you actually, we can touch on this in a sec, but you actually do work for a meme account. Um, yeah, it's a bit more like deeper than that, but okay. On the, yeah, it's yeah on the surface level. So it's like get into that. Yeah. Your personality lends itself to like, like events or like, yeah. like kind of like, uh, connecting people or organizing I, stuff. Yeah. I, my mom said, and like, I just, after this whole thing, like I would just be like really sad because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I knew that I wasn't going to take a fifth year cause I just, I didn't need to, like, I knew I was going to, it wasn't like I had a health thing. Like I was going to graduate on time and that if I was going to take a fifth year, like that wasn't going to do a bonus or so it wasn't like I switched degrees. So I mean, like there was really yeah. nothing I could have done. Um, so I ended up going to meet with like a career counselor who like you do all these assessments, Myers-Briggs, all of that. And through all of that. Sorry, what was it? Myers-Briggs Myers test. Like, do you know, like it's, what is it? Like the. Kev, it's, it's Kev, like personality Kev knows it here. Test. It's like. No, I did one of those too. So it's all these binary questions. Like, would you rather do this or this? And like, and it like gives hundreds. you like a four, a four letter code and tells you if you're like, what are the things? Uh, INFP or something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, the one I did was, or just sort of said like, oh, these are the jobs that you're like, yeah, they tell you maybe like, kind of be be aligned. Yeah. yeah, they tell you the jobs you'd be aligned with and like all that and one were all communications or, or public relations, journalism, all this type of stuff. And like, even when I was going through this process, I would talk to my mom about it and she was like, you would be miserable to sit in an office and just like article or something. You would hate to be a lawyer. I would. And it's so funny. So after I was, when I was going through all this, I spoke to my friend Logan who kind of had the same thing. He wanted to be a doctor because he saw scrubs wrote the mcat like, everyone i know is influenced by things um saw scrubs and went through the mcat and, and for he wrote it in second year i guess in third year he realized he didn't want to be a doctor because of scrubs he wanted to be the one writing the shows about the doctors oh cool like he wanted to be like screenwriting yeah and when i heard that i was like holy shit i didn't want to be a lawyer i wanted to be l woods and yeah. that's the difference yeah, yeah 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 and i realized i don't want to be a lawyer i want to be this perception of a lawyer that i worked up in my head you want absolutely that I get was that. what are you good yeah what just happened did you see that yeah no. it's kind of like fell no like i i stood These up chairs are getting a little i just stood wonky. up i stood yeah. up to readjust and my chair like like a ghost like moved a few inches <laughs> so to the left weird. anyway so yeah like i once i realized that i think i kind of came to peace with everything because i was really scared of like how i would tell everyone like i had i don't say i had a huge party like when i was finished my stuff but i had people over like i had a cake like i made a celebration of it because it was like wow i've done such a big milestone in my life and i was like whole, like am i a phony like this is such a uh, a fourth year dilemma no oh no i was gonna say this is such a result of your school uh the childhood unicorn school yeah you, you had a party for completing the lsat <laughs> <laughs> i threw a party when i got over a breakup once i <laughs> oh like you were like today i'm over it no okay so i had a boyfriend um same boyfriend that went to university at the blackberry um and it was supposed to be our six months and like this was a couple years ago this was our six months was in july on like a saturday and I had just been having such a hard time with that breakup because he was so much older than me that like I thought this was like the done deal. Mm. And so like I had met his family, like I had all this stuff um, that on the night of what would have been our six months, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to think about this. I had all my friends over. I had a huge pre like to celebrate being over a breakup. Do you invite boys? Yeah. Like not like like my guy friends, like no one that okay. I was really going to like. Cause I don't. Cause know. I. That's how I get over breakups. I would do the opposite. I mean that too. I got yeah. back on dating after last. Um, 
Yeah, well, I don't like people like guys my age. Um, like I love them as friends. I love my guy friends my age, but to date, I would need to date someone older than me we because should, I grew up with older people. We should get mm-hmm. into to dating, dating. In, yeah. in about like five or so minutes. We, I, we'll I do just, the meme. We'll do the dating. We can do a whole. Yeah, thing. I wanted yeah. to to yeah. To, just, just on this topic, also. Yeah. Um, I saw an article. Uh, Logan Paul. You know, Logan is Paul? dating Tana now, or like is um, seeing Tana. He's gay. No, that he's, he's starting this like sort of school slash like video series uh, called the freedom financial movement. <laughs> and it's based upon like that whole idea of like, Oh, like, you know, you go to school and you learn like about biology and you know, how to do like this stuff, but you're not learning about like real world, like taxes mm-hmm. and like, all and this who stuff. better to teach you that than Logan Paul. <laughs> exactly. So we started this thing, but he is obviously series, partnered with yeah. freedom financial. So like there's, no, no, no. Oh, he just took oh, the oh, name. Like no, freedom, like, like no, no, like no. He's calling it the freedom financial movement. Like, like being free from with, finance with no with no attachment to, to freedom, freedom financial. financial. But like, obviously, but he's got some like sort of like him. like backers or whatever to start this whole thing. I've read enough into it. They are definitely going to sue him. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. so you you're having this fourth year crisis. So yeah, after. You have a <laughs> What's up, YouTube? Uh, today's lesson, we're doing budgets. All right. So, <laughs> this lesson, uh, it's a tough lesson for me. I filmed a dead guy in the forest. It almost cost me everything. This is how not to film dead people. Really real world advice. So yeah. yeah, I had this fourth year crisis for like the first six weeks of school. Um, and then I kind of like, once I was working through with this career counselor and kind of realizing more what my niche was, I like felt so much more relieved and like I was getting excited to talk about what I want to do. Like with being a lawyer, I just be like, yeah, like I want to be a lawyer. And if people ask me why, I'd be like, I don't know. I just do. Whereas now it's like I like get excited. So I'm looking, I guess I'm still in fourth year. Like I've applied to two masters at Ryerson. Um, I applied to a bunch of like college programs, which I heard back from. I got in. So cool. I'm doing something next well year. Well done. We're well, going to have a party to celebrate that. And then, and, um, yeah. And then once I hear from my masters, I hopefully am going to hopefully get in and there's going to be in like communication something like that so i applied to humber pr seneca social media and then humber content strategy see that's the future like which is like so up my alley yeah content social media stuff like that which brings us to so what are you doing and then so i know and then just to finish that off i also applied to ryerson masters of communication like professional communications literally that whole world like everything that is so much more up my alley and like my friends are all like this is like good for you like if you were a lawyer you'd be miserable it seems a lot of people are getting like a lot of girls we know or that have that we've had on the show yeah pr is a popular thing that communications pr social media kind of fits with what they do anyway on the day-to-day yeah um with uh with university a lot of people are like yeah you don't need to go to university it's a waste of time and stuff like that because you don't even know what you want to do it's it's also the place where you have four years to to figure your shit right if i was didn't go to university i genuinely like do I think that going away at 18 and like moving out, was I mature enough? No, but I definitely needed to live at like live away from my parents. Like, and I could come home whenever cause Queens isn't that far, but like I needed to move out and just figure things out on my own. Cause like you just need that for growth. Yeah. Plus also I need to get that out of my system of like, partying and yeah. just like being a lazy i mean i didn't like, get yeah. it out though dude it's still here yeah, yeah, what mean, the fuck i couldn't have done any more yeah it's still kind of lays like dormant but like in my yeah, body but dude I, yeah i went to school for something completely different and only by doing it that did i learn that it was it wasn't what i wanted to do and i wouldn't trade it I, I, even though i say oh i would be sick if i was 22 and doing like exactly what i'm doing right now I wouldn't be doing this if I was 22. That's everything mm-hmm. I'm saying. And like with everything in your life, it's a lesson. Like, and with schools, like in, un, or in grade 12, when all my friends were getting in or getting rejected or waitlisted or whatever, like I said, 
I've never been like a big fatalist, like everything happens for a reason, but I do believe when it comes to schools and programs and all that, like you are meant to be where you're supposed to be. And with that, it really does happen for a reason. Like that is the only thing I think it is. I think things happen for a reason if you make them happen for a reason. I mean, the admissions committee for some things makes that decision for you, but yeah. Uh, also, you're on reading week right now? Yeah. So you weren't drawn into uh, going on a no, trip? No, that's true. Oh, yeah. We can talk just like I know myself. I'm like a grandmother, like in some ways, other ways not. Just like I know that I could party for maybe three days at most and be dead in bed for the rest of it. Yeah. And if I'm going to be dead in bed and like my friends, like, let's just go and like relax in Florida or something. And I was like, I love you all. But if we're going to go relax somewhere, I'd rather do it in my own bed and on my own schedule and all that. And like for me, reading week and coming home is like a break from all of that to like let myself recharge and like i went out on saturday night and like i was dead on sunday and i was like i could not do this for three days straight or for five yeah. like yeah. a whole week straight a whole week no, yeah. major scary for me like i would have the biggest scaries going back to school rob didn't go on a grad trip but i uh by like day four or five i didn't know if it was the water or the food but i i had drank so much yeah. i think i even smoked so many cigarettes and like just did everything i could to abuse the body and I was like hallucinating on the fourth day. <laughs> yeah, like you n are not okay. And I was going how, through hardcore withdrawal. How terrible did you feel coming back on that plane ride? I, I wanted nothing more to be home. And I, I hated Mexico, but I wouldn't trade those four or five days for the world though before it. Like it was worth yeah. it. But I mean, I was hallucinating so bad that like shadows were moving on the wall. And I was like watching Spanish drugs. I was watching, I was watching Spanish TV for like hours and I felt like I could understand it. <laughs> yeah. Like Wild. I just know that like I'd be hallucinating after day three. Like my body cannot do that anymore. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Um, so that brings us to where you're at now. And then when did you get involved? When did you figure, you figure that out at the, in your fourth year? I figured that out. Literally. I am figured out what I meant for in October, like less than six months ago. Less than six months yeah. ago. And then, so when did you start then working kind of in the social media-ish I thing? started working for my therapist says um, in second year. Okay, so that was just like hobby. That was, I just was like, this is fun. It's like- How, Like in what capacity? Like, like what so do you do for them? What happened was- Can we say what they are first? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My therapist says is uh, a, me a me what is it? So me it's on Instagram. It's like a meme account, like fuck Jerry or yeah. Tank Sinatra or whoever you follow. And then I guess two years ago, just about, they started a website. And okay. so I work for them in the website capacity. So I write for them. Okay. So you don't do the meme? No, the memes are, are like the four, the core four. So like Nicole, um, Lola, who are like the OG founders. And then two of Lola's sisters, Gina and um, Nora. Gotcha. And they're all like the main like, memes content partnerships whatever and like i rate articles yeah, okay for the uh, website for their website which is the same name my same name my therapist says yeah same name it's yeah. Con yeah and they and have like they of, have like a, f a few million followers yeah what kind of articles are you writing for them so i started out well okay the way i got involved was they wanted me to do a writing sample i had never written something in like the capacity like, of did you sorry just uh yeah, interrupt, yeah, but let's... did you reach out to them or they posted on their instagram story being like we're looking for interns and i knew that they were ba like they were from toronto originally so i slid in the dms like aggressively in all capitals you're moved by the way it's oh i the dms <laughs> like shit happens shit happens in the dms like not in a sexual way just like you can contact people like so well okay um, i mean maybe maybe if you're a girl it's a little bit easier yeah that's true that's true so i messaged them being like hi like i'm from toronto i'd love to work for you like i thought what they meant by intern was i was running around and getting coffee for them which like for me 
obviously that's not glamorous but i was like they have such big exposure like the clout would just be so fun to say i work for them yeah cool. like that was really where the idea came from and they were like well we're starting a website and like we're looking for writers this is what we need you to do and they wanted a writing sample and i was like i don't fucking have any like that aren't essays and so i had to just like make something up so i wrote about like what the fuck because hq was really big at the time yeah so i wrote mm-hmm. about like what the fuck is hq and they have like a really dry sarcastic sassy tone of like sense of humor so i wrote like that and i submitted it three days later i got an email and they were like we'd love to have you work in our pop culture and current events like capacity um so i started doing like when stormy or yeah when kylie jenner had her baby or like when I'm trying to think of like what happened just like big like I guess now it'd be like when Megan and Harry left the royal family mm-hmm. I wrote an article about that and then I kind of just like branched out more from like current events and like pop culture to like dating or one of my favorite articles I ever wrote was how to tell if you're dating a fuck boy yeah like stuff like that and so I just do like the type of content what, are, what, are, what are some of the telltale signs um his favorite band is the chain smokers there are two groups of people the chain smokers music is for drunk girls in an uber and fuck boys that's it <laughs> nothing more nothing less um, i like that he only messages you at like 2 a.m and only on snapchat like if you don't have his number it's a red flag like trav I know, <laughs> I know i know i don't even checking all the boxes i'm for like trav. are you going through this <laughs> no i'm i'm too old uh for like the snapchat wave yeah but yeah so i i kind of just do like i don't want to say i do i write whatever i want now because like and i still report to them but i'll pitch an idea and, and they approve and i'll write it so my therapist says yeah um you're talking about like these different divisions and stuff i thought they were strictly a meme. Meme, meme account yeah mm-hmm. so like what what has it grown into now like what do they have so it's sorry for outside of like the the instagram page so they have the instagram page they have the website which i write for they have a second instagram page called my therapist helps so the whole reason why my therapist has got started was um nicole and lola like are both in therapy it's like they both talk about it so it's not like i'm spoiling any secrets um and so they found that like using humor to cope with whatever it was really helped and that was what they started and so they made my therapist helps as like not talking about chugging like four venti coffees to get you through your day but more like the truth like like the truth like self-help means being like you can't like pour from an empty cup like you need to take care like stuff like that yeah yeah. okay Um, they got merch what's the deal they have merch i have a sweatshirt i should have worn says my therapist knows about you okay that's Um, hilarious actually yeah they have merch they have partnerships like they partnered with hinge for a bit where like they would post um memes and like hinge would pay them um they have like different is this your full-time job theirs yeah yeah okay yeah Oh, cool. And like still based out of Toronto? No. So Nicole, who's like one of the founders, is in New York. Um, Lola's in Los Angeles most of the time. And then like the other two, Gina and Nora, they both are like back and forth from Toronto, LA, New York. But like. What a life. Yeah. And like I talk to them all. Like I'll like text Gina, who like is the COO. So I'll yeah. be like, here's my idea. Or here's like a couple ideas I want to do in the pipe. Like, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. No, that's cool. I, yeah. I it caught my eye. I don't. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know that account until like uh, I, I found out that Nicole yeah, ran it. Yeah, you know her. Uh, Nicole used to live with my ex-girlfriend. Mm. So that's what it was. It so was. That's how you know her. Yeah. So they lived in when they were in second year, and I was in third year. Six, seven, five. No, they lived in a house by oh. campus. It was like five girls, and uh, yeah, it's funny because Nicole, at least as far as I remember, she probably doesn't care now, but she hated me. I mean. You know, it is, it is what it is. I, so I, I just have this, I don't really, I don't remember exactly the details, but the last time I saw her, 
she like double finger flipped me off. At the oh, bar. I've done that to people, but like, like not, not like an ex, like not someone I hated for like, I mean, I don't know why she hated you, but like, I, Nicole, if you're listening, please clarify. Nicole, oh, if I you're know, listening, I, I, know, <laughs> I know why she hates me. I just, it was, it's, but I, I mean like the, the deeper details, I don't know. I know the surface level, Yeah. but basically my ex, like obviously I was her first boyfriend and I think when girls get boyfriends, they start to like maybe neglect their friends yeah. a little bit. And the oh, I, we can get into that. I don't know if, why I got the blame because I was one like spend more time with your friends. But like, like you were, you were the scapegoat. Yeah, you were. Yeah. But, um, but then it boiled over to a point where I didn't realize there was all this like tension between them, oh, fuck. and I was like just like joking around with them, like thinking it was all okay, not realizing that yeah. they had all this like. And I guess I made a joke. It like didn't go over well with the this one one of her roommates, and they all like flipped on Becky, which was my ex. And Becky like, with the good hair? Uh, she had good hair, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, and then I became like a, like a, an accomplice to them hating my ex. They hated me too. They thought I was to blame for breaking up their friendships yeah. when I honestly... So, yeah. Couldn't have... Just had did less, you. Yeah, Just did yeah. you. Yeah. But you were, you were the scapegoat because they were like, oh, well, everything was fine until he came along. Like, yeah. even if you weren't doing anything. Right, right, right. Same with her dad. Her dad had the same thoughts. Oh, God. <laughs> um... Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to give a shout out to Jake Green, a good friend of the pod. Uh, Jake Green. Jake Green. Good guy tries hard. We we won't Jake sing any mean songs game. about you this time. We love you. We so, love you. So you have some mutual friends and you, yeah, you work for my therapist. I work for my therapist. Says, I, got, I got a question. Can yeah. we, we talk about uh, Wiley Mateo? <laughs> yes. Yes. Wiley Mateo. How are you? <laughs> if he's watching. Or uh, listening. Or listening. He sent us a message a few episodes back saying, do you know this number? Yeah, just to recap, I, yes. got, I got a message during uh, filming, uh, during filming a podcast and it was uh, he asked me if I knew this number because uh, he had received a picture of uh, someone who had screenshotted his episode yeah. sent to him. Yeah. And that turned out to be Hunter here. Yes, okay. So do you want me to get like the full backstory? Yeah. Okay, so. I guess I was summer after second year. I was at Dance Cave. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's a bar in Toronto. It's like kind of a dive. What do you call it a dive bar? It's a, above Lee's Palace. It's actually more of like a venue. Like it's, it's got like really a cool. stage. It's a cool but it's like divey-ish by It's vibes. a great place. Like I ha always have fun when I go there. But I, I don't remember the circumstance, not because I was blackout or whatever, but just because it was literally two years ago. Um, and I saw this guy that I guess I thought was really cute and he was wearing a Leafs jersey and I tried to flirt with him and I just don't think I was good at it. And it ended up being Wiley Mateo. And I somehow got this guy's number and a name like Wiley, like you don't forget that type of name. Yeah. You know, there's only one. Like you really, it's I think like he's the only Wiley I know. And like, it's like Hunter kind of like, and especially Hunter as a girl, like again, not to honk my own horn. Like you really don't forget a name like Hunter. Isn't it toot my own horn? <laughs> honk That's my own what I horn, toot my own horn, whatever. I don't mean to blow smoke <laughs> up my ass. Like, so okay. you for, I'm like I never I got Wiley's number I never texted him I never acted on it like nothing ever happened but again you don't forget a name like that and I was listening to like episodes of the pod while I was doing work and I saw his episode and I have a really like weird sense of humor I think it's just I have no shame I think that is my sense of humor and so I just wanted to see I guess what would happen where I took a picture of his episode and sent it to him and he never followed up but the next night I was listening to the episode of the pod to which this all went down and Rob got the text and all of that. And I messaged Trav being like, I have an explanation. I will explain it all. And like, it was my number. So yeah, Wiley Mateo, if you're listening, probably don't remember me. Um, Are you still single? No, I, I have a boyfriend now. We, we met on Hinge. It's yeah. Wait, that must have been recent though. This was too, no, my boyfriend and I started dating 
last April, like almost oh, a year. Oh, so you literally uh, just out of humor messaged Oh, it is, oh yeah. purely out of humor. Purely That's because so funny. I want to see what would happen. And like, not that I'm like a psychopath, but like, again, weird sense of humor, like no shame. And like, my, you, you weren't trying to reignite like the wheel. No, 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 no. My boyfriend also is like very comfortable with like our relationship where like he doesn't get mad when I do shit like that. <laughs> I got you. No, that's, that's a good way to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hilarious. Um, so you you said you tried to flirt. Like, is is your style the same way? Like, you kind of just like, th- the same reason you're here is just because you were like, what's up? Look, I, sorry for interrupting. Like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I want it. Well, okay. I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Again, it goes back to this whole no shame thing. Like, I just really don't care. Like, not in a bad way where it's like, I don't care what people think. Like, obviously, like, I want people to say nice things about me, but like it comes with putting yourself out there and like you can only get so far in life in any sense, like with jobs, whatever. Like I got the My Therapist Says job because I just put myself out there and like slid in their DMs. Like um, that's really how things happen. My, yeah, my flirting style back in the day would be like I would go first. Like I was just an aggressive so person. So you'd see a guy you like and what would you do? I would just go up to him, start talking to him. And like I wouldn't say like a dumb pickup line. I would just like you know, try and be like solo. Charming. You'd walk up and you'd say, Hey, I'd be like, Hey, I'm Hunter. And like, God like, bless you. Thank yeah. you. God bless like you. Like even when I was on like dating apps, like I, any girls listening right now, that is a breath of fresh air. Just do it. <laughs> and like, sometimes like, I think I said to Wiley, I, he was wearing a Leafs jersey. And I think I said, I like your jersey. I don't know if I was trying to be flirty or I actually liked the jersey. Like, I don't know what prompted me to say it. You weren't thinking like I, I would think I you were just drunk. Like, I was drunk. I mean, if my mom is listening, like I remember. She was not drunk. No, no, no. I mean, my parents always <laughs> drink, but my mom is always like, limit the drinking. Like, make sure you remember your night. And I'm like, mom, if I'm listening. Like, I was drunk, but like, I didn't puke. I didn't die. Um, it also was two years ago, so I literally just don't remember. But yeah, I would just be really aggressive. Not in like a creepy way, but more just like go first. Like, hey, how are you? Like, nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then on the apps, you message first? Oh, I. Oh, this is my favorite <laughs> topic ever. I am. <laughs> I saw, you know, the Daily Mail Snapchat story? No. No. Oh, fuck yeah, you guys are too old. <laughs> oh, wait, it's like the ones that pop up. And like, you can click and read you, like five different articles yeah, just to like, get yeah. it. Okay, so I was like, was reading it. And there's a woman in the States who charges $5,000 to run your dating app account for you. 5000 Like what, yearly? Like what? I don't really know what, what the fee is, but I read it and I sent it to my mom and I was like, if I actually never have a job in my life, I could pursue this. And she was like, 100%. And like, what part does she run? Like she Everything. Your- she'll message, she'll create, she'll match, swipe for you. Like everything. It's like, a, she's a ghost, you know, ghost writers with books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a ghost swiper. Ghost swiper. Ghost swiper. Guys, it's, yeah. So the apps, um... Wow. I mean, I wouldn't pay 5000 but I would pay a guy to do that for I, me. Oh, I, I would never try 5000 but I would love to do it. Like, my friends have been like, can you create my dating profile for can we, me? Can we put this out in the universe right now? If there are girls out there that are on the apps that just want to try, maybe reach out to her for a, a small, you know, introductory fee to get her business going. See if she can run your soul. Or you, like, don't even need to pay me. I just really, I mean, like, obviously, that'd be great. But, like, if you don't want to pay, it's fine. I just really like But I mean, like, a, a Tinder subscription's, like, 20 bucks a month. Yeah, I'd take, like, a, like 10 bucks, like, 50%. Like. Do you do better. Like, make yeah, it, like, make like, it, like, 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 make it like, 100 bucks a month. It's yeah. a great business idea. But, yeah, so reach out. We'll, we'll obviously put your social media Thanks, in, guys, the, in the show it. notes or, and stuff. Or guys, if you're a guy and you want help, like, I'd love to help that. Like, I tell my guy friends how to not be an asshole, like... I wonder, like, how many times, like, people are using this service. We, we should like, get her to review my how, my profile. Oh, can I do that after? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can do it on air, too. We can we do it on time. air if we have time. Otherwise, after we're recording, yeah. I'd love, I was actually going to ask if I could. But just, like, like uh, imagine paing for the service, and then the, whoever's swiping for you just, like, 
like completely not your type. all your preferences or whatever, and, you show your type. and you get yeah yeah and you, sh- you show up these dates and like, and like i have my best friend her dad said to her like if you ever think a guy is cute don't tell hunter because she'll know everything about him and she'll tell you and he won't be cute anymore like, like you'll go deep dive on it no not even deep dive sometimes i'll deep dive like other times like i'm a walking tmz like i just like but like with people you know so like i can just say life stories and like my friend will ask me about a guy and i'll be like oh like cheated on his girlfriend or like whatever and he, he won't be cute anymore to her oh okay i got you so but would you would you also know good stories about those people yeah if i don't uh, yeah if i like have good things to say like or if i don't know anything about a person always a good sign Oh, so if you don't know something, it's a good sign. If I don't know something, it's a good sign. And then also, like, I know good stories. I think just because, again, not to toot my own horn or whatever, I if I hear something, honk like, it. same honk Isn't toot. it honk it? <laughs> just beep, beep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, with any, if I hear something, not, like, in a mic, you know, suits, like, you know how Mike Ross reads something, remembers it. It's not like that. But, like, with the pod, if I hear something or whatever. Like, you have an insane memory with I re- the pod. I remember a lot of things about a lot of random people, random facts like stuff like that so that i think is where like if i hear something about someone like it sticks with me so do you you that's like the opposite of trav trav like you hear like anything like names or (laughs) just like recalling like certain things that are said a lot of time like pass over you but like in terms of your recall of like reading or like lyrics you have like an amazing memory in that capacity like i wish it worked would you agree with that i i uh i it's what you find important and I don't find yeah. It's it sounds awful to say, but I meet so many people. Not again, I, not no. to toot my own uh, whistle. <laughs> um, Everything. Not to toot, not to toot my so own not horn. Not to uh, blow your own trumpet. But I, I'm a great test taker. But I dump everything immediately because I know it's not important. And it, you know what I mean? I, no, I, like, I, I don't blame you. I don't know why I know people's life story. Like, I feel creepy when I know people's life stories. You know what I mean? Like, I. It's just weird. It's a great I, skill to have. I, I find some of that stuff important, though. Like, I will remember things about people that I yeah. find important, the people close to me yeah. and stuff like that. But in terms of, like, uh, when sh- when shitty stuff happens to me, like embarrassing things, no storage for it. I That's why I don't have any anxiety. Because uh, I embarrass I, myself routinely, but it just doesn't hold. I embarrass myself routinely, but I chalk it up to the whole no shame thing and just embrace it. And, like, it's always... Anything is a good story and I've learned to adopt that and that you can turn anything into a good story um, And you kind of have to have like yeah embarrassing yourself sucks But like you'll get a good story out of it a bad date sucks good story out of it I agree and I think it's cool like a, your your DM reach out no shame thing Honestly, it's the way to fucking be like not that like, I'm sliding into guys DMs being like date me like no, but more with like I mean done that what? No, I'm <laughs> No, I actually haven't. Um, I was like thinking about it. I was like, have I ever done something like that? And I haven't. Um, have you yeah. always been a boyfriend, girlfriend type? Or did you go through phases? Phases. So no, I am a relationship person, I think, at heart. But when I'm single, I don't, like, I don't know how to say it in like a classy way. Okay, like what does that mean? What does like, that mean? I would like, <laughs> like, like I said, like I know the name of everyone I've ever made out with. Um, but you pat on the back, like good job. <laughs> Um, but like I would go on dates with guys like if a guy I met on an app would be like come over I'd be like no we can go out first okay like, so you go out first and then what, what would you have like casual relationships I'd have like things actually yeah. really funny story I'm not gonna name drop I'm a can, big thing guy too yeah I'm a thing person it's like I don't know if I want a relationship but I want a thing like I want the consistency so good story I went on a date with a guy this is my friend's my mom like my mom's favorite story went on a date with a guy um he took me to a really nice restaurant in Toronto 
um, really good time. And then we hung out after. And he asked me, he was like had a reputation for being a fuck boy. He asked me to be exclusive after the first date. And I was like, wow, he must have like really made an, imp- I must have really made an impression. He must have really liked me. Like, of course, like, fuck yeah. Like, this is great. And he was like, cool. Is looking. it the best feeling when you like lock down a fuck boy? Is that it like, was, is that like, a it girl, was the best is, thing. Is that like a girl's Everest? Like, yeah. Converting a fuck boy from the life to like, yes. Wow. So I thought that him wanting to be exclusive for the first date was like a really big thing for him. So I was like, yes, like, duh, whatever. I go home and he's like, I'll see you. Our date was on a Friday night. He's like, I'll see you sometime next week, like Monday, Tuesday, whatever. And I was like, okay. And he was going to Oshiega and I like, I've never been like the jealous type, <laughs> but I wanted to like make sure that like we were on the same page kind of because like I didn't want to shut down my apps if I didn't have to or like whatever. And mm-hmm. just because like I didn't want to shut down my apps and have him fucking around. Like it was yeah. that kind of thing. And I like made a comment about him at Oshiega and he was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to hook up with anyone. So like, I guess I thought that it was, we were exclusive. I don't think. Like, I don't remember yeah. exactly. He was like, I wasn't planning on it. That was what he I'm said. I'm not planning on it. Sounds like a guy who's planning he on it. He was planning <laughs> on it. Yeah. So in my mind, we are exclusive, like whatever, air quotes. <laughs> we never wanted, we never went on another date again. He hooked up with someone. Oh, no, no, no. It was like, he just like gassed me. And apparently I like would tell people this story and I would say who it was. And they'd be like, oh yeah, like that's his MO. Like that's what he would like, do. Like you didn't speak to him at all. No, it was like, you know, when you have a third grade boyfriend and like you guys are dating and then you never break up. So you've been dating that guy for seven years. Oh, so technically yeah. you're still together. Oh, technically we're still together. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, we're going on two years. We like, he had a girlfriend. I'm and like, he had a girlfriend for a bit. I'm in a relationship, but like. I know people who have gone out with him and like hooked up with him since. And it's like the same type of thing. Like, let's be, yeah. A lot of fuck boys I've noticed uh, when I hear from girls, they all have this weird thing. It's like a theme. They all do a thing. It's all like, uh, they're fuck boys, but they really just want love. And it's sad. And it's, it's always like, that's why I think I'm not a fuck boy because as much as I like hooking up a lot at the end of the day, I've never lied about it. Oh, no, he like... You know what I mean? I've never like told the girl like, I love you or like this and that or like, I want something more when I don't. Whereas fuck boys, for the boys are like, yeah, fuck so many girls. Like I had this this weekend, all that. And then the girl be like, yeah, we hooked up. It was so weird. He told me like he loved me and how like I'm his perfect girl for him. And I, it's across the board. You kind of got to be absent of a conscious as a fuck boy in some ways. like Conscience? Yeah, sorry, a conscience. A conscious is like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you're, you're you're unconscious yeah 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 so like that happened and like it's the funniest story ever at first i was like this is so fucked how was i that stupid and like now it's the funniest thing uh and like my mom asked me if i wished him a happy valentine's day and like, that's she's, great she's in on the joke what, so what's uh what's his first name <laughs> we can we can get into that after i just want to give him a shout out you here. definitely have mutual friends oh with him. okay then never mind you definitely have mutual friends with him so he's like he's like one of our buddies like i don't know you definitely your buddies with someone really close to him. We can get into it. We'll get into it after. Okay. Um, is, yeah. Have you have you dated or hooked up with like anyone we're really close with? <sighs> I don't know. Like I don't know. She'd have to like creep social. I, or no, something. I can creep social, and we could definitely like after this go through everything, mm-hmm. and and you know, um, <laughs> I definitely think I've probably like dated or whatever with people like you know for sure. I don't know like if it's like a boy, whatever. Um, but yeah, we can we can do that. After. Do your parents do your parents want you to date a Jewish guy or be with a Jewish? Yeah. Man? So when I was in grade twelve, like yeah. I was literally a fetus. I was like had a thing with this guy from high school who like not that he wasn't Jewish. Like his dad was the president of IKEA Canada. Like so Swedish. Wow. <laughs> so not Jewish. Like blood hair, blue eyes. Like the Aryan specimen. Yeah, and I yeah. remember like I brought him home like to hang out one day, 
And after he left, my mom was like, that was your free pass. Like, that was your non Jew. Like, that sounds so you, bad. Every, you, you get one. <laughs> like, everyone gets one. Like, my mom, like, wants me to, like, like my parents want me to marry a Jewish guy. And so I you've like, only dated one non Jewish guy? I mean, like, we were in grade 12. Like, I don't even think it was dating. Like, it was like a thing. Like, we, like, fooled around, whatever. But, like, yeah. Um, I've only, like, dated one. Like, I met one ex boyfriend. I've had four serious. Well, I'm on, like, I'm on my fourth. Like, um, my three ex boyfriends, I'm one of them was born in Israel. Mm-hmm. One of them I met at Chabad, which is, like, a student thing, at, like, a Jewish student thing at yeah. school. Um, they no do, like, idea. Shabbat dinner, like, Friday night dinner and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the third one I met on J Swipe, which is, like, the Jewish dating app. Yeah, I hopped on there for a bit just because I was. I like, was going to say, you'd be really good on there. No, I don't know. I just, the apps, again, you can take a look. I, I, uh, I don't do, I don't do well. I don't do as well as people, people assume things about me. Was it like your, uh, your date auction when you expected people to want to go on a plane ride? You really have listened to, a, a, that was a deep episode. I really <laughs> listened to the pod. Um, yeah, I've listened to a lot. I think, I think what happens, this is my theories cause I still haven't figured it out because, uh, and again, tooting my horn here a little bit. <laughs> Blowing the whistle. Blowing the, blah, whatever. Um, <laughs> People, a lot of girls, a lot of my friends' girlfriends are like girls in my lives. Uh, a lot of the times are like, oh, Trav, like you must be killing it. Or like this, like they just have this assumption that something's going well. And I don't really know why because it's not. It's like, it's, it's not like. A, I think a, it's because you're like a confident, good looking guy that you're like, put it that persona that you're like pulling. I hate that I just said that. I, I, <laughs> I hate that I use that word. <laughs> right. But I think what ends up happening is because girls assume that there's like this barrier of like it's kind of intimidating i know like i can i know what you mean does that make sense yeah oh 100 whereas 100%. i don't feel it because i feel goofy i feel like a quirky like skinny guy i don't feel i'm confident as, as all hell for sure i can tell i'm sitting right next to you but <laughs> but like i don't i don't i'm not thinking i'm sean mendez over here yeah. or like this like yeah so i go out and i'm so surprised by like the lack of interaction i get in toronto no one no like not yeah. no real bar game. I the apps. I don't you really... don't meet anyone at bar. Like my brother and sister, like when they were older, because my my sister's fourteen years older. Mm-hmm. My brother's eleven years older. So like meeting people at a bar was like their thing, and like I've told them, I was like, I don't think anyone I know has ever met someone at a bar. Like you don't meet people at bars anymore. It's all on the apps or it's all mutual friends. Like and I don't. I I'd agree with that. The apps. I don't have as good of a time either. Or I'm and, just like better in those kind of scenarios. I, pre's, yeah. pre's aps and like friends like like yeah. like things like work you work with people yeah. or like you meet them in person sure but i think also on the app like my old roommate used to say like you give off kind of like douchey ish assholey vibe i say this with like so much love but like it she's could right be, no it's not that she's right but like this is so bad but like it could be all like a sigma chi thing because like I, you're not like i know you were in sigs and like i know a lot of guys who are in sigs are like Obviously, they're like so nice, but they're kind of intimidating, and they put off that like douchey vibe. It's a defense. No it's a, a defense. It's a full-on defense mechanism. When I'm out at the bar, I'm scared. Oh, I don't blame you. I'm like, I'm literally like, I'm not scared like traditionally. I'm just like, I am so nervous to talk to girls because I'm having a good time, and Which I don't want to because you're like one of the most confident people I know. Has this turned into dating advice with Trav? I'm here for it. Sorry? Has this turned into dating advice with Trav? Yeah, it always exactly. does. I'm, my, here, I'm here for it. All my female relationships <laughs> are me just going, why does this? like this um no it's only at like bars and clubs because i'm confident when i get to talk to someone yeah but when it's loud and it's just off interaction and like swag i'm like a i'm like a newborn because you feel like you have to put on that front because you can't talk you have to be like what's up 
like, hey, you want a drink? Like, it's so loud. You yeah. can't chat. So you have to have some sort of like thing. Doesn't work at all. Um, but on the apps too, I don't know what it is. I just, I'd, I've honestly been off like one date while I've been in Toronto off the off the apps. Which app? Uh, it was Hinge. Okay, so I met my current boyfriend on Hinge and like I am the biggest proponent of Hinge because like better. you're all real people on there. It's better. Yeah, Hinge seems to be the best one. How did days. you meet Liv? I met her on Tinder. Okay, so that's really funny. Yeah. Someone I know my age fuck? is getting married. Yeah. Um, I'm 21. A girl has like who's 21 is getting married and she met her now fiance on Tinder. And this was like back when like Tinder was the only app and it was like people actually want to go on dates. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. It worked. So Tinder worked when people actually wanted to go on dates. Tinder had its heyday. Now it's a saturated pad of Tinder now it's desperate. You want to fuck? Yeah. But I met Liv two years ago. And it was like kind of. So on it was its normal w- then. Well, it was kind of on its way. It was on its way out, and yeah. Hinge, believe it or not, is now. Hinge took a while. Hinge took like a year to catch. So off. when Hinge first came out, and it's Hinge sponsor us. It was uh, <laughs> Hinge like you could probably look that up <gasps> with your try. connections. I could slide in those DMs. <laughs> yeah. all, all these apps reach a point of saturation where they yeah. don't work anymore. There's just too many people in Toronto. And you um, see that it is so incestual and you don't understand how incestual it is. Like there are guys that I will look at my friends' phones and I'll see that like my friends have matched with guys that will used to message me or whatever. And I'm like, you are all talking to the same people. This is gross. It's because like the algorithm is like based on who you like puts yeah. out more people like that, which is obviously your friends have the same sort of shit going on. Um, do you set your, did you set your hinge to Jewish only? Yes. Wow. I mean, no, it just got to a point because I was getting just like random go- like random guys in like Kingston and I was like this isn't I'm not gonna stay in Kingston did you set it to uh, Toronto whites only Toronto. too <laughs> Toronto Forest Hill yeah you know. okay so when I started my hinge I guess I was like at school or something mm-hmm. and for some reason it like connected to like my home neighborhood so I was in Kingston getting Toronto guys oh not the worst thing in the world um, I mean, maybe better than Kingston guys I'm not sure I mean Kingston guys like again small pool <laughs> yes Yes, it is. <laughs> um, small pool, like a really small pool. And mm. then I got Toronto guys and like that was really fun just because it was like something to look forward to, I want to say. Like, oh, something to come home to? Like something that's like, if I'm coming home for a weekend, I can fit a date in here or there. Were you were you ever on an app called Lulu? Remember no, that? I have no idea what that even is. You don't know Lulu? I was Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, J-Swipe. Lulu was an app when I was in first year, second year. That... I was in grade 10. Okay. Wait, how many oh, people were yeah. born? 92. Okay, so you're six years older than me. So I yeah. was like in high school. Like that's like it's a long time. That's young to be on dating apps. Uh, well, it if wasn't. In, this isn't a dating app. It wasn't a dating yeah. App. No, it's not oh. a dating app. Oh, I was like, we're it, already on topic. It's a. It was a app where girls review guys. It was essentially an Hot app. Or not? No, no. It's like only girls could go on it, and then they would just shit talk guys. So much. it's a way oh. for girls. You'd have to log in with your Facebook, so only girls could get on it, or I guess you could change your Facebook to girl. And then all your Facebook friends would populate guys. So you log in, all your Facebook guy friends auto populate in there. And I can rank them. You can you can you write comment, reviews. Be, and review. it was like they gave you a bunch of a preset list of different categories and reviews and an overall rating. That's so based fucked. on like, you know, like how they treated you and stuff. And um it it was actually so fucking funny. But uh, I would have loved to read both of yours. And uh, my, I and got <laughs> I got roasted. I was roasted. I could imagine. It was just like obviously everything that doesn't end in a relationship, every hookup that doesn't end in a relationship is a bad review. Mm. Yeah, because I'll find something that's wrong. And I've ha- well, and I've had one relationship, so you can imagine what my <laughs> style is. Wait, and as a guy, were you allowed 
to go on it and see your reviews at no, all? No, you had to go with a girlfriend. Yeah. That's fucking scary. I would have yeah. hated to be a guy. It, but you can like, you could, you tried to piece together who, who, who wrote was? what. Yeah. 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 And it was like, they had, they couldn't they had just, funny preset comments. Yeah. They couldn't they could write just, like, a comment. Click. It was preset. So they couldn't just be like a uh, tiny dick loser. Fuck this guy. Like it had to be like uh, ch- cheap. Like it was from like a list of cheap. Did not like pick me up. Like, like they were like tags, me- tags, yeah. that they, so that you couldn't just like absolutely roast a guy like, oh. like, um, like worst breath ever or like terrible at sex. You couldn't say just stuff like that. Can you imagine that? They would though. I mean, these because I think what would happen too is when girls ruthless. liked guys, they like wanted to like downrank him, them. keep him for yourself. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was also funny when you look at your buddies who you know were just being a little shady, just like absolutely getting roasted oh, I know, on these yeah. things. I know so many guys like that and like I've heard stories about guys with girlfriends who are like sliding the DMs and like it's like a little shady. Like you never know if they're just being friendly or not, but it's like shady. Yeah. You, yeah, dating at my age, I mean, we're only like six years apart, but I feel like my age, generation, whatever, is so different because everyone your age wants to get locked down, wifed up, whatever. Not everybody. But like they're starting to. You're, you will eventually want to get married. 100%. Eventually. For in a sure. very long time. I, I know, know guys who are like fighting over which will be the last one of their friends to get married. See, that's... I'm like, that's sad that it's... I'm like, that's one thing to do in private, but like it's sad that people know that. I have no like designs on it. If I met the girl tomorrow, yeah, I would do it. It yeah. just, it just hasn't happened yet. I thought I was going to get engaged when I graduated. Like when I was dating my boyfriend who at the time, well, he is seven years older than me. He's now an ex, but he was seven years older and he would be pushing 30 by the time I graduated. So he's turning 29 this weekend. Actually, I hate that I know that. Um, he's turning 29. You wish him a happy birthday. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> happy <no>. birthday. HPD. <laughs> um yeah, I was like, we'll be dating for two years. He'll almost be 30. I'm going to get engaged when I graduate university. Think the fuck I'm not. Like, literally think about that. I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not mature enough. Like, You look like a child. I am a child. Like, I couldn't imagine you thinking about... Because I, I was like, when you date at that age, you're dating for like a lifetime thing. And like, he had friends that were getting engaged and like moving in with their girlfriend. So I was like, oh, this is like a lifetime thing. And like, just was not. Do, does the age thing, like, because I hang out with Rob and Kevin... We are all similar ages. And Kevin's older, but you guys are the same age. Yeah. Are you, are you guys I'm Kevin's younger. Kevin's three I'm years so you're older. Five years older than me. Yeah. Okay, Ke- so we made up. Yeah. Kevin's three years older than me. Rob's one year younger than me. But we hang out, and because we live this kind of like, I want to say like kind of youthful still life, yeah, I feel super style. young. Yeah. But then I see you, <laughs> and I work with Annika, and I see her, and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like I'm actually, yeah, I'm old. <laughs> Do I look as old to you mm. as you look young to me? No, you don't look like don't worry one about of us. it i was like who's calling um rob was, rob's got the fucking operator board going um that's two calls i was gonna say like you if i saw you at a bar i wouldn't be surprised but depends what bar there was a guy who i know who i think he's your age or no he's rob's keep, age keep that close sorry i was so i've been so good the you whole have time. been good you've been very good um who's rob's age and i saw him at the bar on saturday night and i was just like what are you doing like it wasn't in a bad way, but I was just like, it's such a weird group of people that he was like the oldest one there. And like normally it would make sense to see him out, but he was like the only one his age really there. That happens. He just seemed really old. It happens to us sometimes because we have so many younger friends with but the like, frat and all yeah. that. Yeah. That we find ourselves out sometimes and I'm like, okay, I'm the, I'm the guy. Or even like when we were- <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. We in London and we go out and party with oh, like my brother. Yeah. His friends when we were there for oh that. My, I, yeah. I, yeah. Cause I lived in London for two years after I graduated. Everyone in London is a baby now. When I go out- at Queens, I see babies and everyone at Western looks even younger than that. I mean, 
I don't know. It's just like, it's the, the, I was that. And I, when I looked at guys my age, I didn't see the difference. Like they would come back to visit and I would be like, oh, what's up? We're peers. And then when I got to that age, I looked back and I was like, no, like things have changed. I'm a man. I'm 40. You're, have you seen that meme? Like you're an adult. <laughs> no. no I haven't seen it. I'll show, I'll show it after. Yeah. I don't know. It, like age is a number and I do I do want to stop. Like I literally want to become successful younger like in the music world so I can stop becoming so jaded all the time. Age age is a number but it's also at a point where there's certain things where at an age you should not be doing those things. Do you know what I mean? Like like you should not be how old are you? What? 26? 27? 27. Like you should not be dating like 17, 18 year olds. Like, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there are certain things like that. Yeah. Like okay. social mores but like yeah. If you're gonna go be a rock star, at which is why TikTok is fucking awful. Oh, yo, we can talk about that. Um, but yeah, I just mean like, if you want to be a rock star, at twenty-seven, like that's fine. That's not like a seventeen-year-old pipe dream. But like, I want to. The, I feel like the the quicker you know I mean? the quicker yeah. you make it, I got you. Yeah, in yeah, music, yeah, the the quicker I can halt the aging of my personality because I feel myself becoming more mature. Like year after year like doing yeah. dishes laundry like financial <laughs> responsibility like budgeting yeah. like mm-hmm. having opinions about stuff like that's just irresponsible and i, I want to be Once like yo start- shut up old man <laughs> like go out and like chug something and like and yeah. fu- you'll just fuck something to do it at that point i don't know but uh what were we saying tiktok so on tiktok i feel like a there, a, a, a pedo yeah because you can't help it. You're like, swipe, child. Swipe. Well, it's back a child. to the, the whole awkward Children. age, the whole awkward stage thing. None of those 13-year-olds had the awkward stage. No. And some of these 15, 16-year-old girls, no kidding, look as look identical to you. Identical to you. I'll take that. If it's not like a good thing. If not older looking. Like, I get second piece at the bar still. And like, it's so weird, but the best feeling ever. Because like, I had so many fake IDs. Yo, like I, I, when the boys, Dave and Chris were over the other day, we were talking about TikTok and they were showing me, uh, you know, some hot girls to follow. To, How old are they? Well, so I, that's, I see this girl. I'm like, yo. And he's like, don't follow her. I'm like, come on. And he's, he's like, like she's, she's 16. And I was like, mm. <laughs> follow. follow. <laughs> DM. I was like, two years. Sliding. Clock has started. <laughs> two years. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard not to be, but there is like, there's so many adults on TikTok too. Yeah. You can use it for so many different things, which is great about it. Like, you can post any type of video. Like, someone I know posted a TikTok. Not someone I know. It's like a YouTuber. Like, posted a TikTok. I mean, one DM and you know One them. DM and I know them. Posted a TikTok, but, like, the best type of dips to get at Trader Joe's. Like, that's a great TikTok. But, like, I don't need to see, like, 12-year-olds, like, shaking their boots. It's like, no, thank you. Yo, you just reminded me. I watched uh, watched Parasite over, oh, the, over this past terrible. weekend. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it yet? No. Dope no. movie. I've heard I, it's great. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I'm kind of oh, scared it's of it. So I sick. like I know I know the basic plot. Like yeah. they take over their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? It's it's this Korean movie that won Best Picture. So like the whole thing the is The director is, is so cute. Um yeah, he's great. I just want to love him forever. He's uh, <laughs> you should you should you should fully watch this movie. Um but uh anyways, <laughs> the the kids uh there's two guys in it, like one of that one of the son and um that didn't make any sense. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, the son in the movie. <laughs> what are you trying to say? The son in the movie. What are you trying to say, Rob? Is like is hired to tutor. <gasps> is hired to tutor this family. Yeah, yeah, I know this. And uh, the girls in high school. And his uh, he makes this line. He's like, like yeah, when uh, when she graduates high school, then I'm gonna actually ask her out. Ew. <laughs> and I, that's, that just kind of yeah. reminded me of it. Like he's like waiting. Well, it's yeah. funny you say that. I. <laughs> dated a guy in my first year of university who the older he got he still liked 18 year olds 
So I was in fourth, th- I was in first year, he was in fourth year. So he was like, what, like 21, 22. Mm-hmm. I was 18 and then we broke up and he was still hooking up with first years. And he hooked up, he's going into first year uh, grad school and he was hooking up with a girl going into first year undergrad. You know what, in his defense, 21, 22, 23, mm-hmm. you're still kind of there. You don't, you don't really feel like you're out of it. These are it's children. So, yeah. 24, you're out of school. 25, you're the like, old, yeah. you're like working, your life switches. And yeah. then you start to look back and be like, these girls know nothing. It's just abuse if, if I go anywhere near them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Were you going to say something, Kev? You, put, you picked I was going to ask if he's Matthew McConaughey and uh, Days and Confused. Uh, yeah. No, I, I can confirm he's not. I, uh, I wish he was. Uh, you know, can confirm he's not. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about, because we are getting... Uh, to the end of the pod. Uh, to the end of the pod is... So you are an avid listener, and it's not too often we get... I was told by some people that I am one of the first few out of the friend group that listen. Well, especially like a lot of our friends listen. No, don't get me wrong. Like we have, our friends are nice enough to listen to a lot of the episodes. And I know a few of them um, will get the majority of the episodes, but you not only listen to a lot, but you also like recall it and like kind of like interact and, and do, do the, do like the, the typical stuff. And I wanted to ask you what you thought of what we're doing, what we could improve, what oh you like. Oh, like. That's a great question. <laughs> that's actually a really good question. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you want, should we do like each like ABC kind of thing? Like, sure. Like what? Be like really honest. I really like how chill it is. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't go in, come in and like, now that I'm a guest, I really can like relate. You don't come in with like a set list of topics or like, we have to talk about this. You have 20 seconds to talk about this. Like, it's just like a fluid conversation, which like, it's like it's like sounds like you're listening to like your friends. Do you know I mean like it's yeah. it's relaxing, it's fun, like it's relatable. Um, I think the topic like so many podcasts. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, so like that's a lot of a topic. Like that's a topic. It's pretty heavy. It's it's heavy. So a this is way more lighthearted. But like a lot of podcasts are like oh like dating or, or there are certain themes and this is really like the twenty year old scaries like figuring your shit. Oh we didn't say that intro. What the welcome to oh. jams. Oh my god. Yeah. You welcome to Too Many Jams, a podcast. Show with all things. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is, to finish it off before I continue, this is uh, Too Many Jams, show about all things 20-year-old, where we talk about the things that leave us lost, confused, with some help of uh, guests, friends, and our own personal experience. <laughs> I mean, a bit of a farm <laughs> job, but that's pretty good. I was also trying to get it in, in one breath. Sorry, my head's are funny. <laughs> all good. Yeah, well, you can breathe. You're allowed to breathe yeah, when no, you I say it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so as I said, it's a show about all things twenty year old. How about we get this? I'll edit this at the front of the podcast, and I'll, I'll put it in. At and the I'll front. Say, okay. So like, hi, say your name. Yeah. Welcome to Too Many Jams, a show about all things, things twenty year old, with help from friends, experts, and own personal experiences. We hope to shed some light on those experiences that leave our age group lost and confused. Doesn't have to be exact. We got it. We'll but, do but it. Let, so let's let's. Oh, are we gonna do this now? Do you want to do yeah. it at the end? Okay. Yeah. So welcome to Too Many Jams, a podcast about all things twenty year old. We already shed some light on what the fuck are our 20s. Because yeah. <laughs> you know that's what we all need. With some help from uh, friends, guests, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that feel, make you feel lost and confused. <laughs> Good enough. Close enough. I'm, I will not be putting that at the beginning of this episode. Uh, no, that's jokes. What were we talking about, though? Um, I was giving feedback improve. on the pod. Feedback, yeah. Cheers. Um, Like, I love when you guys have your friends. But sometimes I'm just like, is this a Sigma Chi reunion? Okay. Is the only, but like also it's nice for me because like I know who some of these guys are. Like I've never met them, but like I yeah. like know who some of them are. So like it's fun to hear that. 
You can't. Okay. I don't. But think also, you, like, you can't slide in random people's. That's, that's me. You can't slide in random people's DMs. But, but the thing is, also, uh, I don't think you'll ever like ever guess too. Oh, it's funny. It's funny that just like yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I fully, I fully get that. But, like the Annika episode was sick. The Justin Tepperman episode was so good. Cool. That was. I really like that. Episode. Are these your? Yeah, like some of your favorites. I'm. I'm trying to think of like. It's not like I have a favorite. Just like the Justin Tepperman Tepperman one. Maybe it was like the subject matter, but like I thought it was so like interesting, especially like being like in the Jewish bubble. Like I understood everything he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was really good. Yeah, it's just like it's a bunch of really good different topics. Like you really put your eggs in every basket. Which what, is nice. What about uh, critiques? Like, are there th- are there some things that we do consistently that you're like, uh, no, do without? there's nothing I've ever been like, what is happening? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. You like the pace of it? I like the pace. I like, like, I was actually laughing in my bed last night listening to the last up, like, with Chris? With Chris. I and, texted and Greener, I texted Greener this morning to be like, is Chris actually from the Yukon? Like, I thought it was a joke. And he's like, no, oh. that is Yukon Chris. Like, I, <laughs> I did not, not think it was like a real thing. Just because yeah. I was like, this is so random, and especially that he's like friends with like all these Toronto guys. Like I just like didn't get it. No, I honestly, uh, super flattered. I don't know. It's just but, like, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, and, like when I told my friends I was going on a podcast, they were like, "What is about to happen?" Are you? Is this like a guilty pleasure? Like, are you private? Huh. About, yeah, you don't. I'm not, not private. I like say I listen to it. My friends are always like, "Oh, what podcast do you listen to?" And I'm like. <laughs> Dateline, like all these true crime ones, like you up from Betcher's Media. And then I'm like, too many jams. Started by these guys who went to Western. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, it's cool. Okay, so that's the thing. I didn't know if it was like guilty pleasure, like you oh, you list the other ones and then you like... No, like I say, they're like, where did <laughs> Leave you find this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, where, yeah, where just... I said like, oh yeah, Annika's like, episode, episode yeah. came up and I was like, who are these guys? Like, I was just so confused. And then you just were like, I'm going to DM them. And then I is that why you li- followed us? Yeah, because I listened. I was like, these guys are really funny. Well, I followed you first because I just like, did, like I couldn't find Rob. I thought like, I couldn't find Rob. You just like you came up. Also, fun fact: I thought your name was like Trav Mando. I didn't know it was Trav Mando. I get that a lot actually. I it was like <laughs> Trav Mando, and I was like, what type of laugh? Do you know why it, it is Trav Mando? Because it's him doing things. No, <laughs> he he did it because. But that makes sense. He thinks he's half actually. man, half C do. No, it's. <laughs> it, <laughs> I it's it something like, along the lines of that, right? I thought it was like Explain you doing it, yeah. things on Instagram. No, you know. I was like, that makes sense. Uh, what do you say, Kev? Um, okay. No, I I have this like weird history with c Like, first of all, I love them. What do you mean by a history with c Like. Uh, like, I'll, I don't think you hear that often. You know? Like, no. I, I, I didn't have a, co- I didn't have a, I didn't have any cottage growing up. Uh, or Sorry. Wait, I have to ask. Have you had sex on a c no, no. I was gonna say I was like expecting that to come out of his mouth. In a boat, yes. Uh, have I had sex? I have a funny story about Peter. I swear he told me a story. Uh, no, I haven't had sex on a sea. Wait, so, side note: Are you okay. guys like a married couple? Like, are you guys like common law at this point? I feel like you guys are always together. See, that's a joke and, like, my a family really makes a lot. Way. My family makes that joke a lot, but I'm always like, like yeah. was Robbie your plus one to your sister's wedding? Uh, uh, Why do I know that? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't bring a plus one. But it would have been Robbie. He was invited. Yeah. I mean, I family, like, yeah, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, like, hey, imagine if, like, you work together, you... I have friends, like, that's, like, for you guys, I think it's just so funny. F- same friend groups. We me- make music together. We do the podcast together. We live together. So it's, like, any anytime we're going to go out, we have the same friends. So we're just going to do that and together. And you guys don't fight yeah. and don't get sick of each other? I mean, like, things get, uh, things get abrasive sometimes, but really fizzle quick. Yeah. That's really cute. That's kind of wholesome. Got a pretty like steady good thing. I really like I was kind of wondering that. That was one thing that like I really did want to know. Yeah, like I mean, 
we just have different enough personalities and the things I'm aggressive on, he's chill on and things he's aggressive on, I'm chill on. Yeah. Um, but no, okay. The sea story is I didn't have toys like boats and toys at the cottages I had when I was younger. Oh, I thought like, you never had toys like you were no. a child. I was like, <laughs> but oh. a pride. I'm obs- I was like, that's something for a therapist. I'm obsessed <laughs> with vehicles though. Like it's, it's why I have dirt bikes. That's why I became a pilot. I was going to say. I love cars. I love boats and sea I thought were the ultimate. Like water motorcycles. <laughs> My buddy had one. I go, I go up to his cottage C-dos. and I would beg to ride it. Every time I'm there, so I, like, I'm like, let me go fill it up with gas. Like I'll pay for it. Just let me take it to the gas station. And like one night I got really blackout at a party we were at nearby. And, uh, at the key? No, it was just at a cottage party. And I was just this perfect blackout of like electrolyte energy, like lights Red on. Jesus? Uh, close <laughs> close like nervous for where this is going and like um we left the party they go upstairs and he told me to sleep in the guest guest room and i'm just wired and i'm just laying there and i'm just i know the sea is right below me on the dock and i'm just like i'm going and i just <laughs> went down and i took the sea and i had this what like time was that middle of the night <laughs> oh, okay moonlight sea just like I just finally let loose on the this wind thing. in your hair. Yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. So I was just like ripping around. Obviously, it's the middle of the night. He hears a sea do up at his cottage, and he immediately sits up and goes, "Trav's on the fucking sea <laughs> Like so, the, so I after I, I I didn't I didn't rip it too hard, but I ripped around a little bit. I just turn it off, and I'm just floating on this thing, like looking up at the stars. And all of a sudden, I see a boat coming over to me and it's him like in their like little tinny and he's like you fucking idiot and like him and the boys just come and like reel me in ream me out so yeah i I just like i have a history of cdus finally got one of my own at the ripe age of like 23 24 but on my valentine's day a year or two ago i did it to my cdu I I literally thought it was because you were doing things like Instagram is like just photos of you doing things. Trav's also got this weird thing. So it works. Where he'll say, pe- like he only knows people by their Instagram handles. Oh wait, I actually know this story. So it's funny you say that. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah. Was talking about, I heard this episode of you being like, I only know people by their Instagram handles. And you were like, M2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do I know this Instagram handle of M2? Like, I've seen this somewhere. And like, one of my old camp counselors is friends with the M2. I have never yeah. met M2, but she always tags M2. And I was like, this is that M2. It's just so funny. It's so funny. just like, oh yeah, I saw M2 at the bar. I'm like, yo, that's Emma. Like, <laughs> I know, and I think is I know that. I even like grew up in the same area as her. And people I know well and I see all the time, sometimes I can look at a friend of mine and not know their name just in the moment. Because I have this like anxiety about names and stuff. It's weird. I but this, you're like, like, oh, Instagram. But the Instagram, because I, I see it so often and like there's always yeah. some catchy tagline that I usually like. Yeah, I, I know it. But it's so weird. Like literally the other day we're sitting, Chris Anderson uh, sitting right there. And I looked at him and I was like, what's his name? <laughs> Even though I know him so well. I know his name a million times over. Like you ask me anytime. It just, I get these mental like brain farts. Is his with- Instagram handle anything about the Yukon? No, but it's like Chris. I know it is like Chris Anderson with like the S's of five. <laughs> Sorry, I just really am now stuck on the Yukon thing. I think it's so funny, but yeah, continue. So it's just I have this weird thing with with names. So you know everyone know. by their Instagram handles. So like Rob is like literally like not an English word. No, like Rob but like <laughs> peripheral friends. I'll just when I reference them, I'll just say like, um, like who's that? Who's that workout model? 
that uh, I like her pictures a lot. L Dams. Oh, don't know. Yeah. Her, don't know her real name. Who is that? Yeah, I don't know. Just um, some girl that somehow Robbie knows. From Western. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we follow her on the on our shared account, the band. The band. So I always just see this like fitness girl, and I'm like, who's L Dams? Like, like it or or who's a girl we worked with? Um, I, again, I'm forgetting her name, but I know her Instagram is uh, Jay Spiggs. What's her name? Uh, Jess. Jess. That's so yeah. funny. See, I just that's just how my brain works. Yeah. So I thought it was like Trav Mando, like that was your name, and then it was Trav Mando, and I was like, oh, doing things that's really creative, and now it's the CD, which is like a bit weird, but I'm here for it. I mean, it's not. I'm not. It's not as literal as that. It was just like. I like the way Trabmandu sounded and I thought it was hilarious that it had D-O-O at the end like C-Do. Yeah. So I made the joke after because of the things. But uh, uh, what was the last thing I was going to say? I want to make my oh, hunter-gatherer so, but it's been taken. Okay, fair. Oh, that would be joke. You're not I, the I fir- tried. You're not the first person. I get that a lot. I've also been sent uh, like s- things before where someone's pre-filled out my name as Travis Mandu. <laughs> Yeah, that's always funny. People think my name's a Travis Mandu. <laughs> wait, wait, for what though? Like, what like, have you been filled out as? Like, like if we're doing like something that is like a an evite or like like any uh, gig like, or like something. It's like, like Rob Davidson and Travis Mandu. Yeah, yeah. And, and a that's lot of girls amazing. thought my last name was Mandu, but also a lot of people think I'm Jewish. That's the other. Thing. You kind of look it. I like, get I that wouldn't be surprised. Neighbor kid out back here. I heard you talking about that, and I was. Do you want to, you, oh, yeah. Take a look at his basketball. On he, that is he playing? Yeah. No, but this no. is this is where the bricklayer oh, throws. I haven't yeah. seen him all winter. Yeah, well, guys, it's freezing. So he like like came up to me one time. He's like, "Yo, dude, uh, you guys are Jewish, right?" And I was like, "No, why?" And he's like, "Damn, dude." I think also you have a lot of like a decent amount of Jewish friends. You went to Western, like yeah, yeah. we got a ton of Jew- You're Jewish. You're related. Yeah. Like I, you are half. I'm quarter Jewish. I, no, I'm not personally. But like, you've Jewish cousins. I have Jewish cousins. My mom's sister married a Jewish man, and she converted. Oh, okay, so yeah. yeah. I, I'm incredibly jealous of my Jewish friends, but at the same time, for what I can include you in an event. Uh, just like <laughs> come to Rosh Hashanah, it'll be great. No, no, I'm in, I'm jealous of the community. I love how uh, we all know each other. Yeah, but then at the same time, I'm very happy. I'm not a part of it. If that it's, makes sense. But don't you? like all not like that how you know each other like there's a lot of you that want to get out of that bubble some some do some don't i i want to say i like it because i like knowing everything like that's just me it's scary how fast news spreads which like it's just sad for a lot like for some reasons or things you don't want spreading like that's never happened to me but like for other people um and it's just like you feel like you're under a microscope like like in the tepperman's like, episode the tepper yeah like that was a perfect example like everyone knows everything and like so, so th- there's reasons i'm happy yeah. i'm on the outside and that i just have access to it through friends fortunately like, but the stuff i'm jealous of is like the community the, the community yeah. like they have like they when they if they want to get into some business or whatever they usually know people and like the really yeah. helpful nature of it like help so and so's son out or daughter that yeah that's good but it's also again can be scary because like say someone uh, say a friend of my dad's got me a job you have so much pressure on you that you don't want to have that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. you know that you have that extra pressure because it's not like they hired you because they thought you were good. Like you got it, you're in. Yeah. I mean, if it goes well for you, it's brilliant. If like, it goes well, it's brilliant. But yeah. Like yeah, the, the my Jewish friends, are they have this like big crew of dudes that I think are all great. And that's why- when like we, who? Like we went on this bachelor party, they're older. Um, but we, it was a 
seven oh, person the bachelor one party in texas where you like yeah. the tinder messages were so funny yeah um i really listened to this too much <laughs> i love it thank you like, yeah. honestly so thank you and i'm really glad we're happy that we could we could have you on thanks for letting me come on it's the least we could yeah, do thanks for doing it um but yeah i think honestly i think we touched this has been one of our longest ones yet. I'm really honored. I have a lot. Like, I'm really honored. And do I you, can, yeah. Do you have any parting words? Any uh, final advice? Last uh, last things you want to plug? If you're a boy, don't be a fuck boy. If you're a girl, just like make the first move. Literally, there's nothing um, you have to lose. If you ever see Travis on a dating app, give him a swipe right. He's a really nice guy. I'm delicate. He's I delicate. He's lovely. Um, <laughs> trying to think what else. Great podcast. Great guys. I'm trying to think of what else I have to say. I don't know. Is there anything you want to plug? Did you have fun? I had so much fun. Um, follow my therapist says on Instagram. I mean, I don't run it, but like they and post my articles. My therapist says dot ta. If you search Hunter and like the search bar, my articles come up. Follow me on Instagram at Hunter Saul with two L's. I post my articles. And yeah, that's dope. Slide in the DMs and say hi. That's like the best thing ever. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, no cool. dick pics, please. No, but no everything dick else, pics, uh, anything else, hit me up. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having like me. And this will come out next Tuesday. Fire. I'm so excited. We have a post show that we do now to, to talk about the music stuff. Um, we'll go into that, but you can do the sign off because you know it. I'm so honored. See you next Tuesday. All right. Sign off. Bye. Welcome. Yeah. Oh. oh, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to the post show. Welcome to the post show. Uh, how about that episode? Hunter. Hunter. Um, that was That was awesome. Yeah, just thanks. Uh, shout out to Hunter for being such an involved listener. Uh, makes us feel good. Yeah, totally. And uh, th just thanks for reaching out and being so keen on us because uh, that was uh, that, that was super fun and it was great to meet you. Yeah, um, but on to the music, which is what this segment is about. Um, so Robbie and I, uh, we're actually pumped. We're going into the studio at the end of this week to re-record a song that we tried to self-record uh, a few months back and uh, it's just it's so frustrating having to wait because the song is just so good the song is dope it's gonna be even doper once we record it yeah hopefully it's all worthwhile and we're just reaching out to venues uh to try to book our big kind of release music video-ish concert at least that's the plan right now so hopefully the right venue gets back to you know wish us some good juju because this song slaps we played it at our Night Owl gig on Saturday, which was also a blast. And, uh, like, just great feedback. People like it. Yeah. It's, uh, well, we moved it later in the set, and uh, it slotted right in. And uh, Night Owl was a blast on Saturday night. Um, always fun there. It's but a packed crib. Particularly this past Saturday, it was extremely packed. A lot of our friends came out, so thanks, thanks friends of ours. Like... Uh, at least, I'd say, fifty of our friends rolled out just to it was a, a huge group, just yeah. to a club night. Like, not we're not even playing originals, just like entertaining night owl. Yeah. Um. But that. So yeah, that's our. That's what's upcoming. Uh. Rob and I are also just sticking to our consistent plan of writing music. We said we'd write a song every week. Rob, I don't know what you think about this, but every week. We, I don't think we can write and finish a song concept. Yeah. I it's, think it's more like a two-week cycle. Yeah. I think that works a little better with the uh, with with the amount of time, just like splitting it up. Because um, we could start a new song idea every week. Yeah, but it's hard to like legit finish 
a full idea in one day. Right. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think we'll stick to doing it two weeks. We've, uh, we've written three songs. If we, you know, if we include today's finishing one of the songs since the one we are going to record tomorrow. So we should have a good stockpile of music. And that's, that's on top of like the three or four songs that we have in demo form from like our past year of twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. And yeah. like, these are just like, these are completed songs, like songs that could go somewhere, not just like little loops or ideas. Um, so yeah, that's like, that's our famous update. Uh, Robbie and I went head to head this month running the Instagram. Uh, my two weeks was the first two weeks of Feb. Rob just closed out his two weeks. Um, Rob, why don't you give us a preview of what you think happened here? Uh, I think you're going to take this one. Um, yeah. What what type <laughs> look, of competition at, is this? Is this like one of those where I can say like, you know, you're eating your words, like you were going to mop the floor with me, all that stuff you said way back. And I said, please, I fucking dare you. Is it that type or am I supposed to be like nurturing a down man right now? You can be however you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> do you want like, do you want honest truth? What do you want? Like, um, uh, give give me I'll give me whatever you you're, give give me whatever you're feeling. Okay, so you put up uh, three pictures. Yeah, and soon to be a fourth video. Yeah, today being yeah. the last day possible. Yeah, um, and you put up three and potentially a fourth story if you if you put one out today. Yeah, um, they were mid to low engagement photos. Yeah, uh, so they didn't generate tons of points. Uh, three stories when I put up seven stories and using my Instagram points calculator in Excel, it put me at, for my efforts, uh, 220 points and it put you at around 100 points. So it was those four extra stories and the quality of pictures in terms of engagement I put up. So my my feedback from viewing you during your weeks yeah, was you put up three really similar photos. They, if you look at our feed for like your week, the last three photos, it's like yeah. the three lads, <laughs> one with four, all standing. Like it, it looks like kind of like there's, there, there, it was to me, to me, like I thought, you know, um, if you look at my three before, it was like a car, us two looking cool on the car. Uh, one, uh, promoting the show, one of like John Famous on my sleeve, a little bit of contrast, something to keep it interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, I also thought that you might have left it a little bit last minute to get the quality content. You might have needed to to put sure. out better stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. first week, um, you didn't go in with any content plans before your week started. And you didn't put a post out until like almost the end of your first week running it. And then you were just like playing catch up. And even today got really put behind us putting the finishing touches on your video. Mm -hmm. um, but I am proud of you because I think that's like one of the first creative projects you've kind of taken the reins on was uh, this uh, this video. Yeah. And it was kind of a cool, I actually kind of want to talk about it if you don't mind. Sure, yeah, yeah, dive in. Okay, so Robbie, a part of running the Instagram and part of us doing this competition is uh, Robbie and I have different personality types. Um, we have different strengths and weaknesses, but just the way things are laying out, 
um, I need Robbie to kind of cross over into some of the areas that I have strengths in just because I need, I need help in those areas more. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And part of uh, sharing like the Instagram stuff is me trying to extract Robbie's creative abilities for more like typical businessy functions like creating content for Insta and stuff. So, um, part of the contract is you have to make a content video as as you're two weeks running the Instagram account. Robbie came up with an idea, albeit, you know, I think you didn't give yourself enough time to, to execute uh, on time. Yeah. You came up with a cool idea, which was a parody of Vogue's 73 questions with famous people. Yeah. Like they'll follow Kim Kardashian out or Tony Hawk around with a camera, Zac Efron and ask 73 questions. It's like POV style. So he's like, let's do a funny version of that following you around, me as John Famos. It was great. Robbie spent the time writing out 73 good questions. Um, we filmed it uh, once and we come inside and Robbie immediately said, uh, I don't like the idea. I want to scrap it. I, I get discouraged so easily. You got discouraged <laughs> so fucking easily that I was like, dude, I was just observing you. I was sitting in the bed. I was waiting to hear what you, I was silent. We did one take and I was like, what do you want to do? And you were like, you sat there for legit five minutes, just thinking, not saying a word. I didn't suggest anything. And I was like, okay, what, what do you got? And you're like, I want to scrap it. Yeah. Let's do a whole different idea. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I was like, it's literally your week is almost done. No idea is going to take less work than this. What's your plan? Are you just going to forfeit the week, the two weeks? And you're like, uh, I'll figure something out. And then that's when I was like, okay, do you want, do you want to know my opinion? Yeah. <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah. What, what do you got? What do you got? And I was like, hey, cool. I was like, you might not do this often, but always the footage, the raw footage looks like shit. Yeah. It's never going to come out first take. I think there is a good idea in here somewhere and it would take less time to extract that good idea than to do something completely, to do something completely different. Let's run a few more takes at the very least and like, let's do it. And literally, what was the evolution? Like, how, how did this idea come to fruition after that? Well, we just shot it once more and we got a decent one. And then... It was too long and kind of boring. It was too long. We cut it down. We got the, we got the good parts out of it. I think it's kind of jokes now. Now it's a hilarious like six minute bit. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the, that's what I was trying to show you. Like anything I've ever done, the videos I I edit or all this shit is always this long, lengthy kind of shitty process mm -hmm. where I start with an idea. I run it by a bunch of people like you did with me. I do some setup work. I plan out how I think it's going to go. It usually ends up being shittier than yeah. I plan. That's, yeah. an, that's inevitable. It, you'll never shoot it the way you, you want it to, even with the covers, even with all that stuff. So that's why I was so chill when it turned out shitty. Yeah. And then usually you get this product that isn't exactly what you want. We don't have the editing or the mixing skills always to extract it or record it the way we want. So we adapt the idea to, to fit. And we were like, this is too long. How do we make it funny? Because there is funny, good gold in this. And we just cut out like 60 of the 73 jokes or like 50 yeah. of the 73 jokes. Yeah. Kept some like funny jokes in there and the video is good. Video, Yeah, the video is funny now. Throw it up later today. See what the feedback is. 
Um, but that being said, with the point differential yep. this week, it's unless you hit some fucking algorithm, and <laughs> listeners, if you want to help out, um, it might be too late, but uh, yeah, literally all, you need to get like almost a thousand likes on this. <laughs> yeah, that'd be insane. Or like a bunch of shares. Imagine. I don't even know. It would uh, need to go viral. I would yeah. like concede the month if this went like. Yeah, I don't think this video is uh, is really a viral video. But it's got some juice. You know. Say some controversial stuff. It could go viral in a bad way. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I think, you know, we'll tune in next week and see, but I think I got the employee of the month win. It's an L. For, for month one. I'll start running the Instagram now for the next two weeks. Yeah. Just look at what I do and just do a little bit better and you win. Simple. And then you can tie me up after two months. And then maybe we can start alternating. Um, I, I want this to be competitive. Yeah. Take a little time to plan. Look at the month in advance. I sat down and I wrote out a full post plan. Events going on where I could collect content. Stories where I could click stories. And I, I that's it. That's all work is. It's easier. You, you look at work as this like collective jumble and it overwhelms you. But if you just look at it as, okay, well, maybe I'll just make a plan. Okay, just there's 10 steps to my plan. Everything's not hard to do. And you did a, you did a good job uh, on this content video. Yeah. Uh, take a look for it later. Like it. Watch it. Help, share help, it. Help bird out. <laughs> but I, th- I think this is the more important segment of the show. Yeah. I don't think it's cool to hear a guy who already has a decent grip on on shit being like ah oh, look at this is what i did and this is it's really more about uh like i, I don't i hope i'm not overstepping you you're a guy that kind of struggles in a few of these areas uh i think it's cooler to see you overcome that because you have all the same creative if not better lenses on stuff than than i do a lot of the time it's just execution with you yeah execution and i got a few roadblocks mentally but yeah so i think it's important to talk it out um, and show show anyone listening that might identify with you more than me um, really what it takes to overcome some like really simple, stupid mental barriers. Because um, I think how you do anything is how you do everything. I agree with that. So, <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I fully agree with that statement. Uh, but on that note, is there anything else you want to say before we f- wrap up our music segment? Uh, no. Just uh, yeah, that's good. Good episode. Yeah, dude. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Sign off. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Left you out to rot? A lot. How many prayed that you flop? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many done died? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you around with these thighs?